And welcome to Token Minority Report on Unsafe Space. I am your minority, Beverly J. Clark. And today is Thursday, October 20th, 2022. And here with me tonight is my co-host, the peanut butter to my chocolate, and it tastes delicious, Alex Maselli. Hi. (laughs) Now, it doesn't necessarily have to mean anything sexual or romantic, but if you take it that way, it can be some sort of innuendo. Well, no, like, I want chocolate. <laughs> I know. That's why I've been, I just had, like, we have the little mini, like, Snickers and Twix. I ate that before we started, before I popped on. Because <laughs> it's October, Halloween's coming up. I need a lot of chocolate and then Skittles. It's mostly, like, here's all this chocolate plus Skittles. <laughs> I'm a big fan of chocolate so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and at least you can still eat it. That is not a problem. I- I'm limited on how much I can have, but yes, kind of. I, I mean, I mean, for you especially, but I, I guess we could all say that too. Or it's like eh, I can't eat with her trying to be more healthy. I can't eat an unlimited amount of chocolate anymore, unless I just give up eating all other foods, which maybe. <laughs> maybe <we're> like, <laughs> um. Oh, hello, people in chat. Oh, there's already a good amount of chat here. Hello, Winky Winky Woo. <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. We got- <laughs> I love that he says, well, Juliet B. I was talking to him before the stream, too, but I think you referencing before when everyone just kept asking, why is Juliet not here? Yeah, <laughs> yes. where's, where's Juliet? You're terrible. <laughs> she, I, like I said, she has a standing invitation to, to come. Maybe she'll come on next week because she wants us to watch Hall- the new Halloween and talk about it. So maybe she'll join us if we do that. Um, All right. <laughs> and I just we just watched the Halloween Kills, the second one, too. So I won't go into detail. But you said that you haven't seen any of them. No. So I've only seen the very first original one and then the new movie, the first and second one. So I haven't bothered because, and it doesn't matter because they said all of the ones in between don't count with these new ones that they erased everything. So, uh, yeah, but if you need Halloween kills, let me know. But I, I know you have, you have some ways around the internet as well. Hi, Johnny boy. Hi, Anara. Narwa. Oh gosh, I can't talk today. Hi, Digital Man 2112. It's been a while. I haven't seen you. Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh. So he says, just watched Velocipast recently. Better better acting than things killing. Well, we talked uh, about watching, like, both movies were brought up, and we decided on Velocipaster, but I forgot, and I ended up watching Things Killing instead. And then Alex mentioned something about Velocipaster. I was like, crap, okay. So I watched both movies in one day the other day. Um, rewatched them. I've seen them in the past, but I just, because they're similar my brain that I was like oh yeah you know um, I've I never saw Velocipaster Pastor before and I was um, I was thinking it was taking itself seriously so I was putting it off I only watched it this morning <laughs> <laughs> no yeah I mean yeah it, well we'll get into we'll into detail when we get to it but yeah they're not taking themselves seriously oh Arnama we did watch they them in a movie night, but we didn't do it like for an actual uh, a discussion topic for TMR. But it would also be a good. <laughs> we we, we kind of talked about it when I wa- had watched it though. But yeah, that was a uh, that music number that really fit in with that. <laughs> um, hi JB, let's see, Aloise, hello. 
white or dark chocolate Arnama is asking um I like milk and white I'm not a big fan of dark chocolate I like it more than I used to I used to hate it but now depending on what it's like it and what it's mixed with or something I can I can take a can take a little bit of dark I prefer dark um white chocolate doesn't have any chocolate in it <laughs> I know, yeah, yeah. It's technically not chocolate, but it's still. Del- I love Hershey's cookies and cream, and like anything, like that. So, so yeah. But to be fair, it is not chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, dark chocolate I can eat more of because it has it doesn't have milk in it. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. It's so interesting that like you know the way it's you just don't think of it like oh when you have milk in a cake or something too it's just like okay like you probably your body might not be as affected by or at least you just don't notice it i had Um, to like research that about like lactose i was like is it cooked out of food and it's like no so then it will (laughs) so you've noticed when you have eaten it it does make you feel ill it does Mm. so it's not like when I went, I went on an elimination phase for like a month where I didn't eat any, I, I ate very few things. I ate like rice and chicken, like just with no seasoning, like whatsoever Yeah, yeah. to test it out. And like, first of all, I went, that made me symptom free, which after like a decade of not having a single day without symptoms was a pretty big deal. (laughs) It was like, this food sucks, but I didn't like have a life right now. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, but then like I, you tested my limits for the different FODMAPs and uh, lactose is not too bad. Okay. uh, For me. Some some sources of lactose though are like a lot worse, and I'm mm-hmm. part of me wonders is like, is there like actually like sugar alcohols in there? Because those ones make me really sick. Do <laughs> lactose free products? Is that because that's what my we get stuff for my boyfriend? He has lactose problems too. So then he'll he'll get like lactose yogurt, or and sometimes he'll get like lactose free milk. Lactose free milk still affects me because wow. that's the thing is that like. Lactose-free things have lactase added to them to break down the lactose, but they don't. They're they're not always one hundred percent effective. So, like if it, uh, if it still has some lactose in it, I, it can still affect me. So, milk specifically, I avoid. But um, it, it's fine if you use a milk replacement instead. Yeah. I can have I can have oat milk and it was not a problem. Yeah, almond, yeah. Al- almond milk, too much of it, and it'll make me so- sick. Soy milk, I can't have at all. Really? Uh, I can't have cashew milk. Um, like, there's different FODMAPs in all four of those, but yeah. <laughs> they're all different. So, thinking like cashew and almonds, they're just nuts to me, you know, but like, I, so it's interesting that they are that different that it affects you. Wow. Um, <laughs> yeah, and I haven't been doing, what about coconut milk? I can have a small amount of coconut okay. milk. Okay, I use but that. I just prefer to use rice or oat milk instead because it's totally uh, fodmap free. Okay, yeah, that's fair. I didn't know. Well, we didn't. We don't really have milk. Or last, I think the last milk we had was actually goat's milk for my cousin who has a goat now. But uh, just because I st- when I stopped eating cereal, I love cereal, but it wasn't like healthy breakfast because it's all sugar and then not filling. <laughs> yeah. Stuff, so, um so now we're just like well I don't really need milk anymore but I didn't realize we still had dry milk and when I was making it I don't even know if it would work for a cake using dry milk Mm -hmm. but I had 
coconut milk when I made a friend's birthday cake because I was like, can I use this? Will it work the same? And I'm like, and my friend has allergies, has various allergies too. So I had to ask because it was a surprise cake, but I was like texting him before you visit. I'm like, can you eat coconut? (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, the funny thing is, is that like, um, like I, I, there's all these like hoops you have to jump through for all this shit. And uh, because, especially when you have like, not everyone's intolerant to all four and mm-hmm. not everyone's intolerances are at the same level. Like, um, unfortunately, like things like mushrooms are out of the realm for me to eat. Like there's a lot of like vegetables on my list yeah. wow. <laughs> and, and fruit as well. And that makes it really hard. And, um, like someone said they made gluten-free cupcakes once and I was all excited. And then they said they used soy milk and I was like, I can't have soy. It's almost as as bad as regular wheat flour for me. So I'm like, it's not any, like, it's the same problem essentially in the same FODMAP. So I was like, like a lot of times I'm like, don't bother trying to cook for me. Like (laughs) it's too hard. (laughs) I can't, I can make cookies that you're allowed to eat. Yes, I did like those. JB says cashew is, is as much of a nut as a tomato a veg, is a vegetable. I know that they like grow, I know it's just part of like the giant fruit and stuff, but are they not considered a nut either? Are they, because they are like the thing that the fruit grows in a seed or something. I don't know what it is then technically. JB, I remember you are like a chef. Do you know what, can you answer what a cashew actually is? I think my mom talked about how like in the Philippines, they have the actual cashew plant, I think, if I'm remembering correctly. Maybe I'm making that up. I don't know. I lie about everything. Uh, <laughs> Digital Man also says, uh, don't forget Laser Raptors and Kung Fury. I think, Johnny Boyd, Kung Fury was the one movie that we watched before, right? For a movie night. Because um, I thought that was awesome. Like it was <laughs> well done and it's like it was intentionally bad like but even the graphics were good it was it was really fun i had a lot of good laughs too i don't know laser raptors so i don't think so i'm gonna write that down laser raptors when you just combine two different words and put them together to make a movie it's great There's a Kung Fury 2 coming out next. Month. Is there really? I saw that they Apparently talked about check. doing it, but uh, Kung Fury 2 is an upcoming. Sorry, I need to look this up now. Um, <laughs> Kung Fury 2 is an upcoming martial arts comedy film covering a sequel scheduled to be released in 2022. <gasps> that is so exciting. Because <laughs> the first one, it wasn't like full feature length they wanted to but they didn't make them they made a lot of money but they didn't make like enough to make it for the full length and there's gonna be a sequel i can't wait sharknado mm-hmm. yes i have seen that one winky um apparently the films that our viewers have seen are all the, like, the really bad horror movies yeah, so apparently. had we known that we would i mean i watch these all the time i watch mm-hmm. tons of bad movies um, but okay, so tonight we are officially we're supposed to be talking about Grim Cuddy, if anyone's seen that on Hulu, uh, Hereditary and Tucker and Dale versus Evil. So Grim Cuddy was the only one I hadn't seen prior to rewatching 
this stuff this <laughs> week. Um, but before we get into that, we've got a couple of like entertainment news. Yeah. Um, we so, which one do you want to start with? Let's let's start with Amaranth because I think that okay. one's the the oldest at this point. So on Sunday, she started a stream at just chatting stream. She's a she's a a, a, a Twitch thought streamer, so she mostly just shows her boobs. Said and, she actually did sell farts. She's someone who yes, at one point did she that. did sell farts. She did. Um, she she dresses scantily. She um, all, like sits in provocative poses. Amaranth is her name on uh, Twitch, and um, she's she um, has a lot of simps. She's very popular. She has an OnlyFans as well. Well, she started a stream on Sunday and then she like muted her mic and was pacing around her room while she was on the phone. And then she unmuted herself and put the phone on speaker. And basically it was an argument with her husband that only some, it was like an open secret that she was married. Mm -hmm. um, but, but from some comments, it seemed like, I don't know if people were trolling or they were legitimately upset that like, what she, like I've been paying her money and she's married. Yeah, but she and what the, it he was basically yelling at her, um, and she was crying, and she said he threatened to kill their dogs at one point. And we, you got to hear him yelling at yes, her you though, on the show. There is evidence. Him. Okay, you can hear him, and uh, he he sounded very unhinged, uh, and and then she like after the phone call kind of ended she showed us text messages he had sent her they were pretty mean and also like destroying some of their assets like donating money to places saying that he was going to uh send her horse to a, a meat processing plant um and then like out and then she showed evidence of damage to the house that she said he'd done um, like a broken door, a hole in the wall, that kind of stuff. She said he'd never got physical with her, so she couldn't really call the cops because he was just being an asshole. But she didn't really want to be with him anymore. Like she was like clearly like in the middle of being upset. So some of the stuff she says like anger laden, obviously. Mm -hmm. um, and then the the stream cut off later on uh with like a door opening in the background um it just cuts off abruptly and um then no one heard from her she said he she also said during the stream that he had access to all her social media uh and all her bank accounts uh and so then we didn't he no one heard from her for uh, like a day and it was it, some people were legitimately concerned that she wasn't like murdered or something because of her not being available to anyone. Like people would DM her, people would reach out. Some people called the cops to do a wellness check, but couldn't hear from the police whether or not she, what was going on or anything. And um, lots of people made videos on it, of course. Uh, a lot of people, some people, the focus was, she was lying to you this whole time. <laughs> Which she said, by the way, in this stream, she said, I wanted to come out and tell everyone that I was married, but he didn't want me to because it would have been bad for the business model. Yeah. And that, now pop stars in, in Korea do that, too. They, they are not allowed to tell anyone 
if they're with anyone because it'll ruin their business model too. So it's like, and a lot of Twitch thoughts, like will have boyfriends or significant others and not tell anyone about it. Um, but here's the thing, like a lot of people are calling her a sex worker because she's pretty much selling sex without, uh, and also she's an OnlyFans model too. So she's mm-hmm. selling some adult only content as well. And some of the people that I've talked to who, uh, who've worked with sex workers said that almost like almost all of them that they knew had a significant other that was involved and abusive. Um, so I was surprising. Yeah, no, it's, it's really not. Mm -hmm. Um, so, uh, nothing against, I mean, just to throw in, like, I don't actually have a problem with sex work or like only only fans. I might make jokes and stuff about every, but like, I really don't care. Like if you have a product or service to sell, like I'm okay with, with, uh, you know, consenting, like voluntary uh, exactly. transactions. But I'm not surprised that, like, hey, what leads you to be doing a job like that? Maybe you have psychological traumas or something, though, too. Then you might end up having relationships with those problems. So that's that's what I mean by that. Yeah, definitely. Um, and that's what a lot of the the people I, I who like work with getting sex workers out of the life say. You know, they say that that it's so common. Um, but then she went live, I think it was on Tuesday, but nothing, no, no one heard anything. Like it was, not, it, it was brief. She, she tweeted that someone called the cops. She'd be back on later. Um, but everyone was like, well, he, she said he has access to her social media account. So is, is this real? Um, oh, yeah, yeah. and, um, it, Jeremy from the quartering reached out to her. Uh, because he's he actually like I think has some business dealings with her as well in the past, so he knows her. Uh, he, which I found kind of funny that he actually like knows her, knows her, and everything because his a lot of his videos he makes fun of her. Um, but uh, so like he reached out to her, didn't hear anything, and then she went. She did go live, and she was on camera, and she was wearing a big sweater, and she's like completely covering. Like it was not sexy in the slightest. Yeah. It had like a cartoon on it. Um, and she said that uh, he was getting help and she was getting legal and um, emotional counseling and that they were separated and she had access to her accounts again. And she was looking forward to streaming content while wearing clothes, essentially is what she said. So um, that's where everything's at now. Uh, some people still say that it's probably for drama, but I don't know that she, like, honestly, from everything I've studied about abuse, the way he acted is like, it is not what most people, if they were faking it, would think. To fake something that like, hey, this is what you would do to fake it because yes. it's, it's not what you might expect. Yeah. Exactly. Like what we see is, is Hollywood and lifetime versions of abuse mm-hmm. is a caricature but what he was doing felt more real to me. So I'm inclined mm-hmm. to believe it. I'm not saying that like 100%. Yes, I am a believer. Yeah. But I that's my inclination based on the fact that his behavior reminded me too much of everything I've studied of abusers. And same thing with her. How she was acting felt too much like a real abuse victim from everything I've learned. So it, it just it felt too... Um, too authentic to be faked because yeah. it was too weird. <laughs> yeah, I'd say, I mean, and this is me, I have no idea 
uh, prior to Alex talking about this, I didn't even know who she was. And I think it's spelled A-M-O-U-R-A-N-T-H, right? Am, like, yeah, am, someone in, yeah, Amor as in Amor. Yeah. Ant. Yeah. Um, but uh, so like prior to that, I, I had no idea who who she was. But just fro- so from your description, I could say like, yeah, maybe it's possible that this whole thing is some sort of big act. But I can believe that it's also real that like at the the st- information, like the stuff that she's going through and the things that he's done, especially when it's like, oh, here's texts and, and the uh, problems with the house. Cause that's, and that's a thing too, where it's like, Hey, they might not be physical with you yet, but when you're showing anger issues, like through other objects and stuff, then like it, or even through like verbal and emotional abuse though, like the, that's <laughs> hard to handle. And then that makes you like, not sure what to do and, and afraid sometimes too. So I feel bad for her if it, it is something that's, that's real, but, um, I guess if she's like also if she stays wearing clothes, if she's saying like, hey, this is what I want to do. I don't want to be selling my body like this. And she doesn't like go back in it. Then I would say like, oh, that That, seems really true. That's um, my thought, too, is that if she continues like in this like in this vein of no longer being like a sex symbol, then I kind of believe her even more. Yeah, right. But if if she goes... And I'm not saying that's untrue, but like if she does go back to wearing it, like the scantily clad clothing, then may then I could say like maybe it is still a big act or something. But but it could also be her husband sticking around, and now he's influencing her again. So now she feels the pressure to do so. So I don't know. I have no idea, but I hope if it is real that she is able to get the help that she needs with it. And I would probably say that it. I don't know. I'm probably. Uh, they at least need to get help together if not need to separate yeah Uh, like here's the thing the chat is like how do you end up with someone like this and here like how do you not know okay okay first of all abusers in the beginning don't come out twirling their mustaches Mm -hmm. acting like assholes and they they don't always act outwardly like you might not even know it like like friends and stuff too though like anyone around like they can seem fine and they might like things can be good when it is good but then they're it's really bad when it's bad well yeah they uh a lot of them love bomb their their future abuse victim in the beginning you know Mm -hmm. like and usually usually abuse victims have a extreme vulnerability to that kind of love bombing because they are insecure and feel unloved so, I mean, it's it's sort of like these two personalities gravitate to each other mm-hmm. and end up together. And it's a, it's a recipe for disaster. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I like I, I have a lot more um, sympathy even for abusers than like a lot of people would probably think is reasonable. Uh, I still think that when they are abusive, they need to be punished. It's just that yeah. I understand a lot of the psychology of what's going on there. And that's why I have sympathy. (laughs) Well, that's, I mean, similarly to the the crazy girl who, who yelling at Walmart at the guy and stuff where it's just like, I was raped. Like, like, okay. If maybe that's true. And I I do feel really bad if like you were raped and your attitude now is because of what happened to you, but that behavior, it's not an excuse for your behavior. So similarly where I'm like for abusers and stuff where it's like, yeah, sometimes there are reasons. Like sometimes your brain is 
different that like it didn't it developed differently and now like you're because we don't get into like neurology as much though with a lot of no, things for don't. personality disorders like sometimes like there is missing gray matter and stuff too that like causes whatever other problems so part of it's like right. i i'm forgiving in the sense that i'm like hey it's you're not like intentionally trying to be bad but you have to work harder to not be yeah. an asshole though like you, this isn't an excuse this is just a reason why but that means you have to work harder than a, an average yeah. person to manage your behavior exactly and actually dr amen of the amen clinics found that some abusers not all but some of them are suffering from left temporal lobe seizures which is where you control your anger mm. and he put some of them on anti-epileptics and they stop interesting Wow. So we're talking about literal long-term brain damage, but left temporal lobe seizures aren't necessarily like, we think of seizures from the Hollywood perspective, a Mm -hmm. big shaky, you know, obvious thing. But I knew someone who had seizures where like, she just suddenly stared off for like a couple of seconds and then came back. Like it's not like not all seizures are big giant productions. Right. So one being in the part of your brain where you control your temper well, obviously you're going to have a problem controlling your temper if you're having a seizure there. Like, so yeah, if you, if you have a legitimate problem like that, where you need a drug to help prevent this thing from happening all the time, well then, yeah, no one's going to tell you that until you get a fucking brain scan. Yeah. <laughs> I've even read, like, I think it was maybe for like borderline, um, where sometimes too, it's like the frontal lobe isn't fully developed. And then that also helps control like emotion and stuff. So then, but because of the lack of like development and in, in whatever aspect in the brain, like, yeah, so now you're not as capable of, of processing emo- like and handling that as someone else, but, but the brain is malleable. So like yes. you are able to train and like, and work through it. And, um, but again, it just might take more work than I saw it one case where a woman who had her ups and downs for her cycle, her hormone cycle were so high that in the, in the testosterone peak, she was murderous, like literally psychotic. And, um, and it was because her hormones were so fucking crazy and she had no like real way of like working with that. Like, how do you, how do you adjust essentially? And that's the thing is that when it comes to behavior, we do need to be looking at the brain. We need to be looking at the hormone levels. We need to be looking at these things. And that includes for, for personality disorders and abuse Mm -hmm. abusers. Like we need to see these things because otherwise we're never going to solve them. And that's, I I think that's a huge problem with uh, psychology right now is that they're, they just don't want to focus on the brain. And now they just do, I mean, it's a lot of just pills and stuff too, or like with culture saying like, well, it's okay. Like you're fine to have this disorder and just live your life. Like, like, no, like instead of saying, Hey, you need help. Like we, and, and instead of just giving you pills, what is it? The, for hers, I think like commercials that I've seen, like, uh, uh, I'll see, I think it's like, oh, they go, they're depressed or whatever. So then they get pills, but whatever. It, oh, I think the one girl said she like covered up all her mirrors or something though. And, <laughs> and that, and, and just like, I don't know whether they're actors or not, or they're supposed to be real people, but I was like, either, either way, like for this person, she needed more help than like there, there's deeper rooted issues than just like mm, get pills to make you happier. And like, I think <laughs> yeah. you should address the, the issues that you've got to try and like, figure out how to make you feel better first. <laughs> um, and then like, if they're, if you are dressed like actual 
reasons why you might be having those feelings, then then look into like, well, maybe your brain or have a chemical imbalance. So pills do help you. But yeah. I think pills a lot of times should be done as as the less uh, or later later resort rather I don't, than I don't think you should do it before you've looked at the brain or the mm-hmm. the hormone levels. I don't think it's the like you shouldn't it shouldn't be the first thing you do. Yeah. Yeah. And then and I would try I just I mean like I have OCD and I when I was younger I was on medication for it but then I think it was I it maxed out on the dosage that you could take and it was like well I'm not it's not really doing anything and then I think I just stopped and as I got older it got less in my way so now it's just manageable <laughs> it was like oh yeah it's just like some some compulsions and stuff here and then the obsession part I do a lot of like overthinking things but it's not enough to like hinder my life but I don't do any like medication for it Chat I is- had to yeah I know I had to do it because uh internet is tanking and I don't oh. <laughs> want to okay yeah yeah no that's fine yeah but um, so uh I was gonna say I have an anxiety disorder and I've never taken drugs for it because I know anxiety anti-anxiety drugs like they your your brain overcomes it so oh, yeah and, and so i'm like i i'd rather use like behavioral techniques to get mm-hmm. past it yes and i, I had agree. been doing that for a very long time already so i was like ah. yeah well that's why again like i remember i think it was in the discord a long time like i think people might have been kind of upset with me when i was saying something about like oh depression and and it was as if like, oh, like some people like really need the medication or whatever. And I think I, w- I forget the whole rephrasing, but I think what I was trying to say is that that again, uh, trying to work through your problems for like because I don't know your the brain is really malleable. So if you can train like the fake it till you make it thing has been like studied like that's a thing that does help. Yeah. Um, and then so I think it's better to try and convince your brain naturally to try to make these changes and and fix things rather than pills because like pills you never know what might happen so it's just like why why throw in extra stuff when maybe you don't need to or like when you can try and fix like other things in your life if if there are issues rather than like i'm just sad inexplicably sometimes that happens i do believe that like that can be like a a, a chemical imbalance but i think you can also try and like fix that without pills uh potentially some, some doctor explaining that like oh, you have depression and I mean, we're going to throw a pill at it, but you have depression because it's so hard for you to meet your bills every month and you're paying, you're doing two you're just jobs. You're stressed out, yeah, and yeah, tired. You're it's like, no, you're, 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 it's, your life is hard. Yeah, yeah. Like, like you're a- not depressed you're, because of a chemical imbalance. You're depressed because things are hard. Right yeah, now. yeah. So <laughs> the reaction is understandable and like most exactly. people have that. And yeah. he was basically saying it's not appropriate to say let's throw a pill at your problems when you have real wor- real mm-hmm. world problems instead of just a chemical imbalance. And I 100% agree with that. I feel like at that point, no, you guys might need to do something about that. Um, and, and and it's kind of funny how like most doctors are just like maintenancing everyone. Mm. It's like, are you a mechanic or are you a doctor? Well, I mean, I do agree with like, you know, people would say like a lot of Western medicine is just uh, treating symptoms. Like, and it really is that like the vets and like human doctors where it's just like, here are my problems. And they're always like, I don't know, it could be this. So we'll try and treat <laughs> such and such though. Like they literally say that all the time though, where I'm just like, can't, 
I want you guys to get your science, go at the speed of science, as we said <laughs> last Friday, but um, get your science together and just be able to have like a scan that tells me like what is going on. Because like, I don't know, like, and you don't know, and you're the doctor. You seem to know as much as I do. Like I've already read about this stuff. Um, <laughs> To backtrack a bit with some earlier chats, uh, Wallace Williams, hi Wallace, said, just to play devil's advocate, you can provoke someone and then selectively publish slash edit their responses. That's why it's rather complicated to enter it as, a, as legal evidence. I don't know if that was part of a different uh, or a longer conversation, but I think as far as Amaranth goes, like, yeah, I I, I think that is, it's a good uh, concern to have though, that like maybe the text and stuff that, that she was showing who, you can always make things like uh, spin stuff. Like people can always spin things different ways. So that's why it is possible. The whole thing is an act, but I, I mean, I'm not a hashtag me to believe all women person, but I'm also, I, but I don't like when people have like, Oh, here's this hard woke thing, but people flip to the other side and then never believe anyone. And I'm like, no, these things do happen. Um, and that's, it's just, you have to take it case by case and see, yeah. trying to find the truth. Well, I, mean, I know, like, I felt like with the Johnny Depp thing, like, when the audio came out years before the trial of them arguing and listening to the, the two of them, based on what I knew about a, abuse, I was like, she's the abuser, no matter what she's mm. trying to oh, say. Okay. Is what the, the, like, that was my opinion then. And it's like, here's the thing, though, is that I'm not married to my opinions, okay? Like, these are my initial things. And I know a lot of people are like, oh, no, you got to get it right, right off the bat. And yeah. it's like, no, this, this, no, that's not a realistic way yeah, of looking at life. We're human. Um, <laughs> I guess for that, what, what, what were they saying in those conversations? Uh, so she has a point where uh, he says, you um, you hit me. And she says something like, I wasn't hitting you. I didn't hit you. Oh, it right. wasn't a closed fist. Yeah, yeah. Where it's yeah. like, okay, so that means you did have physical contact and and you're yeah. not denying it. You're just making an excuse for what, like, what happened. Like, well, you're just misunderstanding what my hand was doing to your face or whatever. So. Yeah. <laughs> And it was a very, very, very long audio conversation yeah. because it was one. And, and like another reason why some people are like, why did Amaranth publish this? In the same reason that Johnny Depp went public, mm-hmm. you know, like where it's like, it's your only move left. Essentially. Yeah. And sometimes too, it's, it can be hard when you have a lot of pent up resentment, especially like, you know, frustrations or anything sometimes, especially when I think when you're a media personality, like sometimes you will just go public or, and it might be a, a plant, like a pre-planned thing where you're like, this is what I need to do. Or it might be just an emotional reaction that you're upset at the time and you have this medium to do so. So like maybe like, Oh yeah, that's, she maybe she would regret it later like if things were different though too or just like oh i shouldn't have done this like this was my bad um and that was irresponsible or maybe that is the only way that you can like try and and get things out in the open and that like like, this is the only way that i can think of to get help or something though and um so with a lot of abuse situations both the abuser and the victim don't want it to be public they're like the abuse victim has been made to feel embarrassed by it Mm-hmm. and also weak and it makes and that's not like a good feeling you want everyone to know about you know yeah. like, i am a victim like real victims don't want people to know they're victims but that whole embarrassment quality 
of the of the situation only supports the abuser keeping mm-hmm. it private. And you can't get help if it's private. You you know, there's nothing you can do. And that it, that doesn't even necessarily mean on the internet, but like right. just, just tell someone just generally. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not telling anyone about it. So like and maybe some, sometimes that's the first step too where it's like, oh I, I put this out publicly. Like now I've taken this step, like it's out there. Now like you can't go back. Yeah. I mean, it does, that kind of thing does push abuse victims to move forward with Mm -hmm. an exit strategy um, that they otherwise might not take. Yeah. And I've seen that on Reddit and stuff too. Like, you know, I have followed different types of Reddit threads, but I've seen ones where like, they're out there were like, Hey, I'm in this relationship. I think I'm and they ask questions. And then people are like, you're in an abusive relationship. Get out. When they're just like, <laughs> I was just posting this thing. How should I handle this? And they're like, leave, go, <laughs> which to be fair, Reddit is, has a lot of that. Like, so sometimes it's like, no, you could actually just talk this out. So some yeah. of them are a little bit too like, no, it's abuse. I know, leave, some so. people are on Reddit are like, so ready to like, I know uh-huh. they have like, a relationship and everything. And I'm like, that's the, like, they, they overreact. Often. Right. But and sometimes fair and sometimes the posts really are like whoa like what are you just and like and it's hard for them to see it themselves though like when you're in it and then and especially if you've kind of like the gaslighting and stuff too like or you just you you get so used to it and you and it normalizes it in your brain and you don't even real you don't recognize it so you need someone from the outside to like say like hey this isn't okay Um, well and then also they're kind of trained to believe they deserve any of the pain uh oh yeah yeah yeah. experiencing so they're they're like i don't deserve help is one of the most common thoughts that they have which is really sad i mean and this 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 is a process that takes years you know like and not everyone gets out of it unfortunately so like this could be like the best case scenario right now for amaranth and um and honestly you don't have to like destroy like a lot of people destroy their abusers on their way out they do everything they can to destroy them and because of a, a resentment a, a hatred they finally realize what's been happening to them i don't necessarily think that is cathartic like a lot of people think it is i'm like i think that hatred can drive you to move like away from them finally and get to safety but I don't think that holding on to hate and, and mm-hmm. even to someone who's been absolutely horrible to you is necessarily healthy um, because it's I like, agree. are you moving on? <laughs> I would say that well, maybe I'll change my mind later, but just right now I'd say that I don't think it, it's ever good to like hold on to the hate though, too, that, I mean, it could be helpful to get you started in that direction. Like, yeah, like moving on and moving forward, but to hold on to it, I, yeah, I don't think that would be healthy at all. Um, sorry, I'm looking at chat now too. To go back to like a totally previous topic <laughs> that I wanted to address earlier though too is that <laughs> JB said f- about cashews. <laughs> it's the seed from the fruit. We don't see the fruit anywhere. It's not grown because it doesn't travel well. No idea why it doesn't show up as jam or wine. Yeah, I think yeah, I think I heard that it doesn't travel well. I think I looked it up. I thought it looked similar to the shape of a cashew. Um, maybe not. I can't remember. Let's see. No, I didn't. No, the oh, it's the the the, the bottom. I guess where the the cashew actually is. Here, let me just share. I'm looking at it. No one else can see it. No idea. <laughs> There we go. 
They're pretty. Look at all the colors. Yeah. They're weird they look looking. like peppers. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what I'm wondering. Like, are they picked? Like the the yellows are just are not as ripe, and the redder they get, like they go from green. Yeah, it looks like it. Maybe it goes green, yellow, orange, red. Then as it gets riper. Hmm. <laughs> but they're not called. Which one's a nut, though? I thought the nut is still like the fruit of inside of or inside of fruit. I thought, but I can't remember. It's been so long now since I've read because I did read up on like you know fruit, nut, berries, and all that. But because I and I know tomatoes are not vegetables. Um, I think zucchinis as well, and and that peanuts are legumes. <laughs> um, okay, let me see what everybody's saying in chat. We do have from Winky. <laughs> Just an eggplant. <laughs> Just an eggplant. Uh, let's see. Oh, let's see. Wallace says she could. Oops. Um, she could be running damage control for the G four fallout as well, actively distancing herself from her persona and maybe changing her um, image. Um, is she G four? What? What is that? G four was a gaming a failed and then brought back and then failed again gaming channel. Uh-huh. It was a gaming network that they had on actual like my cable and shit. I think Comcast on them. People are still watching that. And like they, they, it died on regular TV. So they decided to bring it back as a Twitch streaming channel, but they didn't change anything. They changed nothing about it. And then Mm -hmm. like Frost, one of the, like, I don't know, pundits or whatever you want to call them. She said something really stupid about, she mixed up exclusives between PlayStation and Xbox. She got them fucked up and Uh-oh. everyone was like clowned on her. Like everyone yeah. in gaming always does. Yeah. And she accused them, accused everyone of sexism and went on. <laughs> oh. And then like it failed again. Yeah. And like yeah. they weighed off a bunch of people and then Frost like a cunt like tweeted I survived. Who's ready to game? Like, didn't get laid off. And then she did get laid off. And then they fired everyone and they closed it down. And it's like, gee, it wow. failed. And it failed again. Who is really surprised? <laughs> uh- <laughs> so I guess, you know, it's possible. Uh, I don't know. I, I've it, Maybe if I watched a lot more of her stuff and, and to understand her behavior, like, oh, what is this acting or not? I'm not going to do that because I just don't care enough. But uh, but that's the thing. I don't know why what, what Frost and what Amaranth has to do with G4. Like, yeah. I, don't, I, don't, I don't know that they had any connection. Yeah, maybe I not. just know about Frost. Uh, Jerry Mouse uh, says, how do you communicate? <laughs> no longer entertainment or psychology. <laughs> yeah. How do you communicate with people who are being abused with the abused and or the abuser? Uh, it really depends on the person. I'd say like it. It depends on the situation that's going on because like uh, Winky says below, a lot of women go back to their abuser and are resentful to, to those who tried to help help them. And yeah, like they do or because people just react differently to different things. So I guess it's if they are, if you're noticing it from the outside, I think trying like some sort of intervention in a way that you can get them to be receptive to it first, like no, getting them in the right headspace for that kind of thing. Um, I mean, I'm assuming if you're, or if, if they have already talked about it to someone like, and so that's how you are aware of it. Um, 
that might be easier. I'm trying to, I, mean, I guess that it really depends on, on the context for the abuser. That's especially true too. Like depends on what they're doing. Like, are they, is it alcohol? That's the problem though too. Like that, like, Oh, and you know, that could be the cause of like the physical abuse. Cause I know people were like, Oh, they quit completely and are better. Like that they stopped being physically abusive. And like, so now they're just completely sober and they're making things work or, but then sometimes a lot of times too, like you kind of have to hit a rock bottom uh and real and to kind of like wake you up but uh, yeah it just i'm sorry that like the answer is really vague because it just really depends (laughs) i mean it depends on what part of the crisis you're in Uh, yeah yeah is it like what's happening when it's happening who it's happening and what your relationship is to them yeah 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 that all matters stranger yeah so (laughs) i mean if you alex and i are not like you know, professionals in any way, but like if you have a specific issue and you want to like ask me privately later on or something to give information, like I'm willing to try and give advice for it, non-professional advice. But if you're going <laughs> through something, I I'm, I'm, would be happy to try to help. Um, well, we took a lot of time to go over that or I wasn't expecting. I mean, I, I like the topic of, of the psychology thing, but let's get into the movies then. And then we'll get into like the other news if we have time for that. Yeah. Uh, okay, what was the first one? Grim Cuddy, Grim Cuddy. <laughs> so I watched this one before I watched Hereditary, which I think was the smart decision because if I had watched them in the opposite order, nothing Grim Cuddy did would I have appreciated. <laughs> uh, okay, <laughs> but it was doing some really good things. I felt like um, because these I, there are some parents who are very like a type parents and very like stressed mm-hmm. and anxiety ridden over their kids. And that is not good for your kids. Mm-hmm. It's, it's not helpful. Uh, it doesn't, it makes them feel smothered. It makes them not want to excel if ever, if, like, or they start lying a lot. So it's like, it's better to have a, like a balanced approach which is basically what the movie was trying to say like yeah, by the yeah. end so because we know that most people in our in our viewership don't watch these films just to give like a quick recap of it it was a horror movie uh they tried to do like a slender man sort of thing i'd say where it's like here's this internet sensation or like internet thing that that the parents were hearing about though so the parents were finding out and the kids were like we don't even know what you're talking about about but they're saying like oh the this grim cuddy online is making kids do things to like cut themselves and so the parents start panicking about it and the kids are like i have no idea what's going on um and then but kids are being they look like they're harming themselves at least. And then, uh, but then you're also seeing a manifestation of some sort of like, it, I think it is a pretty creepy looking, looking monster thing. Um, I thought that was good. And honestly, I liked the concept of the film of showing like the kids aren't the ones causing it. They're like, it's the parents who keep uh, getting stressed out over it and free and like, and the, the hysteria of the parents that is causing the the monster to to get you know be affected and or like and, and attack the kids that the parent of the parents so the more the parents stress out about their kids and worry the more they're going to get attacked and it looks like so it just looks like oh your kids are crazy and now you're worried more so it was an interesting dynamic of like you need to calm down the problem i had though is that the main girl did asmr stuff and <laughs> Alex and I both hate it because she starts off. She's just whispering right now. She's whispering. 
<laughs> yeah, I knew she was going to do that. I <laughs> took out her headphones. Um, because, like, she's on camera. And I kept thinking, oh, is she trying to be quiet? Because, like, she doesn't want to wake her parents. Like, she doesn't want her parents to know that she, she's recording. Like, oh, no, she's trying to be soothing. This is making me really uncomfortable with how much she's just whispering all the time now. Like, it... Some yeah. people literally like they have something in their brain where this is like soothing to them, and oh some God. of us, I think, have something in our brain where this is like fucking uncomfortable. Get away from me! Yeah, like I don't like loud speakers. That's why a lot of like stand-up comedy, I'm just not that into when they're like you're being yelled at all the time. Like some of it, I can you know, I can handle in small amounts, but I just don't go seeking a lot of that kind of humor. Um, just because it's loud and, and and I would say like if you look back into like my psychology for things I probably have reasons why I don't like like yelling um but I I don't I certainly don't like whispering when unless like you're you're needing to unless you're like hey we're, we're in a library or trying to be if there's like a real purpose to not speak uh, at a normal volume um and there was mm -hmm. not outside of for, uh, the ASMR thing and then she just does like whatever other sound effects and stuff too. So I was yeah, glad. Like rubbing her fingernails on shit um, and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Ugh. Ugh. So, but that's why I was glad it wasn't too involved. Like it, it, it did have meaning in that like, oh, trying to calm down or like, and it, not for her, like, but trying to get parents to calm down. So I guess it kind of had like a good, a good meaning in the movie. <sighs> But I hated it. I think there are other ways, like just meditation or something, if she was just like anything else that's just not ASMR. If she had done like a soothing voice for yeah. meditation, I would yes. have been totally cool with that. But yeah. the fact that it was AMSR, I was like, fuck no, AMSR. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because you can have like, oh, it would work the same too, where she's a very stressed out person and she, um, so she has anxiety and, but, and that's what her, the, the girl, the friend was just like, oh, you're different than you are online because she's like actually more anxious um i think that could work the same if like here i'm i'm around to do meditation and help to help you to relax and we don't need to do it with like weird whispering and and yeah sounds that scene where that girl says that to her she's like you know, i would have thought you were way more chill and or yeah, more yeah. zen i thought i would have thought you were more zen and i was like everyone like it i guess maybe it's an adult thing because they are teenagers but it's like everyone like promotes the thing they actually need you know mm, like that's yeah, why psychologists yeah. become psychologists yeah yeah like, fucked up in the head right <laughs> Like, that's the thing. It was like, you seek the thing you're actually, you know, after, but you, it looks like you're selling it. Like, mm -hmm. I, I find that really funny because, well, I mean, it's the same thing for writers. It's like Flannery O'Connor said, writers will write the kind of books they want to read. Like, you literally create the thing mm -hmm. you want. Um, so to me, I'm sort of like, this seems obvious that she would have anxiety right. problems. <laughs> right. You know? <laughs> And then, and like you said, it makes sense. Like, oh, she's, but it's another teenager who hasn't, doesn't have that wisdom yet to know, like, yeah, that's why people do these things. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it made sense. And uh, there was the whole thing about the parents freaking out about online sensations felt so real to me. <laughs> I once, sometime in the last year, was in one of those Twitter spaces briefly where people were talking about like protecting their kids and I'm listening to them and I'm, and, and, I'm, and it's like this, they're like freaking out about pedophilia 
But the play, the thing, the way they talk about it is so ignorant at the same time. And that's the part that really was like, oh my God. So they were talking about Fortnite and Roblox. And they're like, they're really places for pedophiles to find your children. You know what I mean? That's that they're just breeding grounds for pedophiles. Like, like it was made specifically to go after your kids. And it's like, no, 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 no. You guys aren't, you, you guys are mixing up cause and effect here. Mm-hmm. Like the, your kids like Roblox and Fortnite because they're enjoyable. Pedophiles go there because your kids are there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like they're not there so that pedophiles can find your kids. That's not how that works. And that felt like like a lot of that kind of attitude. Like I don't know if you've ever read some of those parenting like are you like like the blogger in the movie? There are blogs like that, that are like people, that, yeah. Where people are like, the things your kids are doing are oh my god, it's so bad. Like there was one that was um it was le- about wheat speak. This was like 10 years ah. ago or more. And it was so funny because like the text on it and uh, was almost unreadable wheat speak. It wasn't even real wheat speak. And they were like, what are your kids typing? And like kids were like, what I found were a bunch of teenagers replying to this going, what the fuck? Who talks like this? <laughs> 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 it was like this, wait, they're, there are adults writing about teenagers who have no idea, like they've c- completely forgotten. Like they, after they turned 18, someone hit them over the head and they forgot their childhood and yeah. <laughs> writing about teenagers. And it makes no sense. And it all, and like parents like just would devour this shit. Like, ah, I need to know everything. And I'm like, not everyone that writes shit about your kids knows what the fuck yeah. they're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. I think it helps to like, Oh, I remember like what it was like though. So, like I can I'm trying to put myself in that place. And that's what I keep saying too. And like talking to other parents and stuff who are not other talking to parents. I am not one. I should not have used the word other. I'm a parent of animals. I have goose babies. Um, but they, they, you know, like, Oh, they're getting teenage girls. And I was just saying the other day, I'm like, I, I don't envy them being in that position. Like the kids though, like that, like growing in, like you got the hormones, you got like the angst, you got all that stuff though. It was awful. Like another thing too, as far as getting on pills and things, your body is changing. And so, especially at that time, when you're going through all these hormones, it sucks. It is awful. But uh, trying to regulate it with pills might not be the best thing either, because like then then your body is just adjusting on its own. And yeah, it can be really difficult for some people. Like some people like struggle more than others, but it could be risky doing pills because like that will affect how your body continues to develop. Um, yes. Anani Moose, hello. Oh, I thought I'd say hello. I've been listening. Hello to you. Um, I also want to mm, go over some of these comments that I keep seeing that are making me laugh. I think Winky called it, so the movie is Grim Cutty. And so I see Harry Teddy. I see uh, Johnny Boy's Somber Slashy. I see, what else is there? Uh, dark Slicey. Um, grave Stabby. <laughs> from Johnny Boy. Uh, I think they said another one. What was it? Oh, melancholic scratchy. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like scanning through chat and those were cracking me up. Um, Arnama says the he can only think of two rather recent horror movies that left some impression, Sinister and Dead Silence. I haven't seen Sinister in a long time. I keep seeing Sinister 2 is on like Netflix or something, but I'm like, I'm not going to watch it again until I rewatch the original. I don't know Dead Silence, but I wrote it down. Um, but, when I... 
I, I do want to say this. When I looked up this movie, Grim Cuddy, before I started watching it, and I saw that it was like, Shannon Sossaman, and I was like, she's still making movies? <laughs> and it's, that's the mom. Oh, okay. She was in uh, 40 Days and 40 Nights that... Um, Oh, that see, I see. I knew the dad. I didn't know who the mom was. Yeah, she was. She was also in The Knight's Tale. So she's mm. the hot chick in both of those movies. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Forty Days, Forty Nights is kind of like it's 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 uncomfortable to me because like um, the main character takes a vow of celibacy, and at some point, his ex girlfriend rapes him during it. Oh. I know, and it's supposed to be like a rom-com. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I think we left that territory far behind. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. Um, <laughs> check that out later, I guess. Um, so so with Grim Cuddy, I, I'll say, too, that admittedly, a horror movie that's not starring white people is a little jarring to me where it was just like... <laughs> Huh, that I like it was kind of unexpected to see it um I don't have a problem with it but it was just like I'm not used to this <laughs> that's funny one of my I think my favorite part of the whole movie is actually when the mom picks her up from the bloggers house and they're like yelling at each other and she like slams her hand yeah. the mom slams her hand into the glass and breaks it and then she goes what am I doing and she like has this moment of clarity that her she's been freaking out and she's just scaring her daughter. Mm-hmm. And she's all like, I I love my daughter. I trust my daughter. So she like actually like listens to Yeah. Her. So she and she went back to like, hey, and to talk to the crazy mom blogger. And like, you know, my daughter was saying some things. And and then like and ended up being like, Yeah, no, like the mom is crazy. Your daughter was right. But my thing was, did she get like super strength? I was like, how I didn't even know someone could like just like with her. They can't. This like why First does that all, window shatter so easily? Yeah, it's yeah. Like first of all, the glass is safety glass, which means it wouldn't shatter in that way. Yeah, it's but a car. They really try to limit. That, that's old school shatter is what that did, and then um, and then yeah, she like I literally there's a, there's this outtakes of this guy this. A uh, reporter trying to break glass using a hammer, and he just keeps bouncing off of it. And this is a man, and he can't, yeah. he can't get it done. She does it with her hand, like in a weird, like not even having a lot of. Yeah, don't like emergency <laughs> services when they need it, like during a car accident. Don't they have like special equipment to like they open do. windows and and all that too? Like yeah, they yeah, have but... a glass break. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That specifically, works to shatter gl- safety glass. Mm-hmm. They literally have that. So that's why when she did it with her hand, I was like, is she possessed now? Is something that I thought, like, was she getting some sort of super strength? But then it was like, oh, no, that was just her. And then she was calming down. So I'm like, I I don't think that needed to happen specifically. No. Like, she could have broken something, anything else, really, though. But, like, just that. Like, like if she had broken it, if she had hit it and it, like, cracked. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. all that happened, mm-hmm. that would have been good enough. But the fact that it fucking shattered yeah. in the old school non-safety glass way, I was like, that's just fucking weird. <laughs> that's why I really thought, like, oh, she's got powers now. Like, no, okay. <laughs> um, there was 
There was a sign and I was looking at my notes that it like random stuff. I wrote down technology and I don't know what that, like some of the things that I'm like, yeah, remember this note here. It's just a quick thing. So we can talk about it later, but I have no idea what that was about. Um, but it said, uh, there was a sign in the restroom at school that said bullying is not okay. And I, that sign. I thought that when it, when it uh, flashed uh, after, I thought it first said, everything is not okay and i was like oh that's a weird poster to just be around like the, the school the admins are like yeah it's fine to have up <laughs> someone's like everything is not okay it seems like i cry for help but i'm like so rewound it like oh bullying okay that makes sense <laughs> um the kids did keep calling their parents fascists and i was wondering I, I'm like that made me laugh every yeah. time because I, I, like, I was yeah. like wow they're they're, yeah, that is how teenagers use that word. <laughs> yeah, and older people too, where they just throw in like, "Oh yeah, everyone." Like you know, any amount yeah. of control over my life at all. Uh, except for when it comes to like authoritarians, when it's the government that they want, like the on their side, they are not fascists. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> when they literally ask for the government to intercede on businesses, yeah. It's Oh, yeah, it's not fascism at all. <laughs> um, so I at fr at first I was upset because like I I always hate in horror movies when it's like I love supernatural stuff, um, but I I don't it, when it ends up being like so psychological horror, but that or that it only affects the the per one person though, where it's just like okay is this in your head or is it real? But then it's like, oh, it's supposed to be real, but only you can see it. And I'm like, that's so frustrating for you. And it's frustrating for me. But um, so at first I thought that I, I was worried that that's what this was going to be. About. Like when she cut herself though, where I was just like, oh, okay. Are we supposed to believe like no one else, none of the other kids can see it as it's running after the girl. Um, so mm -hmm. I felt like it's so much harder to take care of things when you have no evidence of anything at all. And that would just be like the most frustrating thing. But I was glad later that like, oh, the parents could see like when the kid was being attacked, like when they're being held up in the air and strangled, like, oh, you see that happening? Like, okay, cool. Like, good. Because I just, <laughs> in, in other movies where that happens, I'm like, what are you supposed to do? How can you get anyone to believe you? You're just going to die. You're not going to, because there's nothing else that you can really do to like f really fight it off and no one will believe you. Like you are just doomed. And yeah. so that's frustrating for me in horror movies. Well, that's like the worst that I think that's the, the like absolute doomed. There's no, there's no way out of that. And that actually makes it more terrifying to me. But um, like this one was supposed to be like a warm family friendly, friendly message for parents. It really was. <laughs> so of course, like no one, like we don't see anyone die in this movie. Like, I know. I noticed zero, that. There's a zero body count in this uh -huh. horror film. Which I actually, I was okay with uh, with that. That I'm like, I don't need to see. I think I watched, I think it was Lights Out. I think, was that it? And I, no, there was a death. But it was like, there are some movies where like, oh, you have like a bunch of deaths and things. Halloween kills, spoiler alert, he kills a lot of people in this one. <laughs> uh, and maybe he does that all the time, I forget. Um, but I don't need like everyone to die like or even anyone like where it's just like the horror doesn't necessarily have to end in death it can just be like hey i've been stressed out and trying to survive this whole time and we all did it so um <laughs> i was actually i'm okay but with that oh hello george he says howdy um asha was the main girl that was her yes. name was asha i did think 
she has crazy eyes. She sometimes she, she just like would her eyes would just kind of look get wide and yeah. I'm like I don't know why, but every and so it seemed they're at inappropriate times that they needed to be that wide, um, <laughs> and I was just it upset me. So like, I don't want to keep looking at you this much. Um, I know she did do some she did some interesting faces throughout the movie. I felt yeah. like, <laughs> but as far as the parents, um, the parents go with with their stress level and everything. Like I did really like that someone else's like paranoia and this hysteria affects you and hurts you. And it's just uh and I'm like, oh that you know that could be like a real thing too. Or it's just like I, I'm I'm not even doing anything. I'm like I'm just feeling like being gaslit right now. <laughs> well I mean I do think parent parents who are overstressed and over anxious about their kids do make their kids they they that feeds a problem mm. with your kid well, it does like the one like, girl there are legitimate reasons to be worried about your kids i'm not gonna mm-hmm. say that's not true but like i'm saying like people like there are also overreaction levels and that's what this mo this movie was trying to show yeah because the one friend too wasn't she saying something about how like her uh, or what it was like the more anxious that her or the parents think how anxious you are then that just makes you anxious or whatever like stressed out or depressed or whatever it is that they like they keep pushing it on you and like saying like no like what's wrong here and and I think that's why like the balance like you said before the balance is really important because it's it's harder when you're not involved enough and you're just kind of like oh whatever I have no idea what's going on with my kid maybe you care about them you're just not like paying attention enough or and they might be good at hiding whatever they're going through too because it's hard like as it's getting a teenager sucks and the hormones too and you're like I don't know who to talk to I don't know how to like and it's embarrassing or whatever like whatever you're struggling with it could be hard to to open up to so then the parents might not realize there's anything going on but then and not think about it on the flip side when you're like oh you're assuming there is something and you're you're overly protective and helicopter parenting and stuff then that just is of course it's going to exacerbate whatever is going on like or even if there wasn't a problem that might cause one so it's just like swinging the pendulum too far the other way i when i was in high school i had a bunch of friends with who who were a types with helicopter parents and a bunch of friends who were like slackers with either too busy latchkey kids yeah, more latchkey kids, but actually they were more slackers. Like I was, I was probably the most latchkey kid out of everyone I knew because I was, I was very responsible for myself, even as a teenager. Um, and, but not a slacker and, but mm-hmm. not, and not getting into trouble. Those other kids that I'm talking about, they were getting into trouble, like, uh, and they were acting out and stuff. So like, and I remember both of my groups of friends and sometimes they cross paths. They were, uh, the, the helicopter parented kids were stressed all the time. I remember some of them saying I was up until 3am studying and I was like, why? (laughs) And, And I was like, first of all, you're in fucking high school. I can guarantee you that the, your scores here are going to matter a lot less than your scores in college. Okay. Like I know that like you had a quiz today, but are you awake enough to even take your quiz right now? Mm-hmm. Like, like a lot of that kind of, and like I met their parents and some of their parents were really stress inducing, like even just being around them. I was like, I don't want to hang out mm-hmm. at your house. 
And the same was true for the slacker kids. I was like, I don't want to hang out with your parents either. Just your parents are kind of assholes. And, you know, <laughs> and I was like, yeah. I, I seen these two extremes. And I was like, I don't want to be around your parents. Like you guys, I could be friends with. I could be friends with you guys. I don't want to be friends with your parents. But I don't want to be around your parents. And like, oh, like maybe not all of them understood what I was trying to say. Like and it's hard what? when you, you don't know other sometimes it's hard too like you grew up with them like these are my parents this is just normal for me I know like where versus I, I was like one of the only latchkey kids and I think one of the reasons why is that like uh millennials were highly you know hovered over um mm. by their parents uh but my parents were too busy to to hover and they so I was I had to be responsible for myself and I was not interested in getting into trouble. It was, never, know, yeah. it was not like enticing to me. So right. like, uh, so I ended up being much more like a, um, a generation X kid, but by accident, it was a total accident. Mm-hmm. And, and most of my friends did not have the same experience at all. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think. I mean, I never, I was a big rule follower. Like I just never cared about like getting doing things that I that you shouldn't be doing. But like my friends and I were just like you know theater nerds or nerd nerds. So I was in academic competitions and the the, the gifted program and stuff too. But so I kind of like f- fluctuated between like by sophomore year I got senioritis though. I was just <laughs> kind of like a, but like I still put in enough effort like to do well. But then I also just didn't care about. It was like this weird and again teen hormones and stuff too so it was it was a lot it was I don't want to go back to that no I I mean and teenage years suck I remember um being bored throughout most of school um in high school but it was just it was too easy and when they tried to make it harder for me the only way they made it harder for me was by giving me more work and I was like well that's not actually a challenge that's just more work on my time so like, I told them no to going into the gifted program. I'm like, I'm, it's not for like, it's for the type A's. I'm not a type A. I just, I'm just not challenged by the work you're giving me. Yeah. Okay. I was like a year ahead in math too. Like I, I did a, I, I mean, which is kind of funny. Cause like, it, you know, I've told people I have a learning disability and, but high school was easy for me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <laughs> especially like when you know how to manage whatever disability and stuff that you have, then like, yeah, you can excel in different ways. Um, I think like I didn't do like honors classes cause I was just like, I think cause I, it was like, yeah, I don't really want to be challenged by the things that you're giving me. Cause like, I don't care enough to do them though. <laughs> so it was just like, like, yeah, like this could be more challenging, but then I was just like, do I want to do that? Like, Oh, and I like, I liked things being easy, but then, cause I was like, either way, like, I just don't care about these things as much. And like, I liked the theater and art stuff too. So I, I just kind of took like easy stuff then. Cause I was <laughs> like, eh, whatever. Like I didn't mind like being bored because I was just like doing other things anyway though I'm like this like this wasn't that important like I wanted to do I was like no let me do well in these classes while I like work on other things like I wrote and directed plays and stuff too in in high school and because we got to perform like in the drama club and everything though too so I was like yeah this is more fun for me like this I got tired in like English class where it was like I liked learning about grammar, like spelling grammar, like all like the writing stuff, but we just kept reading books and testing on it. I'm like, I know how to read and try to like retain for me. Like, I don't need to keep doing the same thing. Like it wasn't as always as much, like sometimes you might analyze some things, but then I was just like, I don't really care about this either. But it was senior year, the English teacher, I really loved him, how he taught. 
uh, like I don't remember specifics anymore, but I remember reading Beowulf and he was just able to like apply like analysis and like make it more meaningful into like your life. But then he switched positions into doing like this computery thing for the school. So he left as the English teacher to move positions. And then we got Mr. Gross, who was young. <laughs> was that really his name? That was his name. <laughs> Um, and he was this nerdy guy, and I liked him we, um, enough, but he just, he wasn't, he was new, it was like his first time, and then he it, it was not as suited to be a teacher, like it was stressed him out too, like that's a whole other thing, but um, but yeah, so it was just like, man, like it sucks though to have like someone who was really great at like teaching this this stuff, and then, so then I'm like, well, I don't care again, <laughs> I'm just. I know, some, some of the teachers really cared, I mean, a lot of the teachers, like, have retired in the last 10 years. They've just given, because of how public education has been working lately, they just weed it out, which I don't blame them for. Um, mm-hmm. You know, so like a lot of the good teachers have just left. Um, Seriously though, yeah. Like they don't yeah. want to stay in. Like what is, like, I love when it when the topic of school choice comes up because people are all like, oh, it's, you know, we have to support our public schools. And I'm like, have you been to one? Yeah. Like, have why? you really been to one? Because they're, they suck. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I went to one. It sucked. <laughs> they, Michael really cared about, uh, they had PE for life. So they really cared about, like, <laughs> physical stuff and, uh, and, like, in sports and everything, too, and all that, where it was just, like, the academic things. So we didn't get as much stuff going for us and so they, yeah, they really cared about all the physical things. Um, I was in adaptive PE because of my exercise-induced asthma. Oh yeah. And um, there was unfortunately the the PE teacher had asthma, and she felt that meant we had identical asthma uh, and identical limits. Of course, yeah, that sounds right. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was Everyone like, everyone is the like, same. I know. I'm like, I'm 14. I know it doesn't work that way. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. You're like what in your thirties, forties? You you're not that smart. Okay. How often did you have gym? We had a gym four years straight every day, except for I think we had driver's ed for a quarter. Maybe there was a health or something at some point, but it was like actually throughout. I, mean, I think middle school too. It's hard for me to remember now, but like definitely high school. We had three years of of math and science, four years of English, history, and in gym class so like they didn't care about math and science as much as gym <laughs> but uh, I every had, day we had PE every day in junior high until I finally had enough with the teacher and got my uh, allergist to excuse me for the <laughs> final quarter that's awesome she was a bitch and she would not fucking leave me alone wow. so I and like <laughs> like I get it that you think there are lazy kids, but there are also chronic conditions, okay? <laughs> I like working out, by the way. I enjoy it. So it's not like it, it's a thing where it's like I don't like hard work. I love kickboxing, okay? But it's like she acted like when I hit my limit, I was just being lazy, and it really drove me nuts. So, like, <laughs> finally, I got a teacher. I got my doctor to get me out of it because she wouldn't stop. Wow. Uh, and then we only had PE for one year in high school. So, um, I was, and then I was done. <laughs> and I'm like, I walked to to and from school every day. So it's not as if I wasn't getting exercise. It was a two mile walk. 
Wow. <laughs> I mean, there were some things that were fun. I remember playing lacrosse. That was, we, we weren't allowed to stick check. And that's all my friends and I really wanted to do is just like <laughs> stick check each other. I loved um, flag football. I thought that um, was the most fun where you, you know, you rip the flag off the person. <laughs> oh, they have to. I think I only remember playing football on whatever kind it was once. And I just remember running across the yard and then like, cause we were split up in a team. So like I had the football and I was trying to make it. And then one of the kids, I think he might've been uh, the, the president of our class too, who was Puerto Rican. We had a small mm-hmm. white school, but like, <laughs> I, you know, there were a few minorities. And I just remember him like, go Beverly, go. He was like, shit, he's like on a different game. And cheering <laughs> me up. That's hilarious. I also really did like dodgeball. I thought that was really fun. Oh, we never, I think it was banned. It got banned like when I was in third grade or something. I think I remember it was banned throughout the entire school district or something. So I'm, which is when I was in elementary school, they banned Red Rover and we still wanted to fucking play. You know, like we all wanted to clothesline someone. I mean, come on. (laughs) Dodgeball, I didn't play until I came back. Uh, to town here and then I worked with middle school kids in an after school program and then they played dodgeball I am weak I can't throw but I can catch so I so it's like cat unless they're like too too strong but um but yes I was able to get people out but I just uh can't like throw and hit them I got Uh, hit in in PE in high school I got hit in the face with a softball right in the nose oh I remember <laughs> wiffle ball. There, uh, there was at one point because again, like the catching is weird. But I remember like the ball flying, and all I did was just like hold up my hand and just like flew in and caught it. Like I feel amazing. <laughs> well, that was the thing too is that like in high school, I would get um, a tennis ball and a tennis racket because you could check them out during lunch mm. with my friends, and we would play tennis. So it's like this whole idea that, oh, yeah, you're lazy. And it's like, no, you're just, you're like, I, I hate that because it's like, no, I can do things. Even back then I could do things that, and I wanted to do things, physical things, but like, you know, I, I know I have my limits. So, and that's the problem. <laughs> we had a game called Chook Ball. I think it was like T-C-H-O-U-K ball. And my friends and I loved it. I can't even remember how it was played. Something about, I don't know. It was like, it wasn't physical enough for like the sporty kids. So they hated it. But it was something about, I don't even remember. You had like someone as at the goal and they had to toss. Like you had to catch it, prevent like the other team. It was it was really interesting. But like, I, I haven't thought about it in years. And I, you, I don't know why I just remembered it now though. But, um, but yeah, like it was... Some, oh no no it's a net you had to bounce the ball off the net like so you're running to try to get to one side like so it's like a tra- or a trampoline net 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 kind of thing so you bounce it off and you have to catch it and you have to like intercept <laughs> but it, like it wasn't it just wasn't physical enough to be like for any of the sporty kids but i i got hit in the nose no less than three times during my, oh my gosh. time in high school by uh so like the first time was a yo-yo Someone did a bunch of loop-de-loops and then around the world and it flew off the string and hit me in the face. Then in high school, I got hit by the softball and I got hit by a volleyball a different time, right in the face. But then I was wearing glasses. So my glasses bouncing off my face too. Um, so I like I wasn't always into the the, the ball sports necessarily. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I, like I know, like it's a joke. I think in Twilight she says that she's not a fan of balls flying at her face or some something like that. Is and it's like yeah, because when they hit, uh, they 
fucking hurts. It's so small. That's why I have trouble wearing glasses that like these ones here. Cause I told you, I don't remember if it was on air or off, but like these ones have the, the nose pads or whatever, but like these kind don't. And I like these, but then they just like end up sliding down after a while at least. So I have to, right now the headphones are, are keeping them up actually. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, like they, it'll just slide so much like I need to get like the nose pads for them like my nose is too tiny to hold glasses or something. <laughs> just... I have pretty I have a pretty Sicilian nose so it's the same it's, <laughs> it's actually glasses. almost exactly the same nose as my dad he broke his nose once in the most silly way and he didn't even realize it until like later so he was picking up a box and it bumped his nose like it like just from underneath just bumped his nose and he's like mm. And then, like, <laughs> later on, he he looks at my mom, and my mom's all like, holy shit. Because it's like, oh, no. So the bre- oh, no. She <laughs> <laughs> said it was something like a, like a, um, like a clown nose or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's a big red one. Oh, poor guy. I know. He had no idea. My dad didn't have the greatest, like, s- s- nerve sensation. Says, I yeah. Think. Which I think happens, my friend was just saying that too, how he thinks that like, oh, the older he gets, the less he notices. And I'm like, yeah, because my dad will, because he was talking about, and I mentioned my dad too, how like you get cuts and things and you just don't even notice that you have them. Like, oh yeah, I'm just bleeding right now. Didn't see that there. But for me, I like was sewing, I was hand sewing something and I pricked myself in my finger with a needle though. And I'm just like writhing in pain for a while. (laughs) I I think I'm into the like, feeling things less start because sometimes I'm like where did that bruise come from (laughs) well that'll happen too sometimes like the bruise like because I I I don't think it's as much now but I used to bruise constantly like everything bruised me so then I just never knew where things came from them but it just like big uh, like you know gross black and blue bruises like I'm not getting beaten up I don't know where (laughs) this is coming from once I fell asleep. This happened a few years ago. It was right before Thanksgiving. This was before 2020. So, you know, I was going to a holiday. I went, so I took a nap on my love seat. And then I slowly slid off the love seat, slammed into the coffee table with the side of my arm. And it, like, fucking purple. Uh, Like, it was uh. so bad. And I went to Thanksgiving and I was wearing a sweater and I got hot. So I took it off. off. And like everyone's all like, what the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, oh, it was so dumb. (laughs) Yeah, no, like poking. That's why my my uh, one doctor had suggested maybe I had fri- fibromyalgia and I was like I thought that was a fake thing I thought people just like uh, it was a crazy person thing but apparently it is something where like you feel pain more than others and um but like getting poked hurts me like in the uh, especially like the upper arms or the sides and stuff like it and I can like, bruise, you mean, like, like just a finger or like mm-hmm. a needle? finger oh, okay. finger poking like that like it hurts me and I so I, I hate being squeezed and, and poked and because it just like that's why I hate uh, blood pressure stuff too. Like I, it take having a blood pressure test makes me more anxious and stuff. So then my yeah. blood pressure might grow go up. Um, oh, and we went way off topic. We did, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the way he says, I don't know his cuts, but he hates anything itchy. And yeah, like I do too. Like I had a shirt that had a tag, and I was trying to sleep in it, and I could like it kept bothering me. I had to change shirts because I could not fall asleep. <laughs> 
I will Pulls literally out rip those out. <laughs> oh, fashion glasses. Oh, because these glasses. No, I think again, zenioptical.com. Um, <laughs> we're not getting paid by them, but I don't I think these ones were probably America's best or something, but um these ones were probably ten dollars. So because <laughs> that's the I kind that I get. I tried doing one of those online glasses things at first, and then they were like they to measure the distance and stuff, they wanted your to pupillary use distance. A, yeah, and everything they wanted you to use a credit card with an actual strip. And I tried using like a uh one of those cashback things that oh. like, and it did not like work. And they're like, No, you gotta use a real credit card. And I'm like, Fuck you, I'm sending you pictures of my credit card. Are you fucking okay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Zenny sends you do I have a container here? I don't, but like they even which is kind of unnecessary because they send you like the the thing to like measure they have like an actual measuring thing in their eyeglasses but i'm like i already bought it why do i need it now but uh they do so after your first pair if you it doesn't work great you can measure but i just go to like i go to get like my eyes checked to see if i need a new prescription get them to do the pupillary distance and get the measurements because they don't always give it to you and then just order online so i'm like i've got the prescription but i'm not gonna buy glasses here (laughs) <laughs> I do have a vision plan, actually. <laughs> oh, see, I, I, no, I nothing. I just I actually look. If you don't have stuff, get into sliding scale programs. I just was able to do that, and now going to the doctor is only ten dollars per visit, so <laughs> it's cheap. Um, all right. Well, let's our next next uh, movie. What do we have? Hereditary. We can talk hereditary. Yeah. I know you said you weren't a fan. I loved it. I, I thought, I, I kind of thought, Alex, this is the kind of movie Alex will like. <laughs> and, and I think it's because, well, I, the and not that it's bad. It's just like for me personally that I'm like, oh, I, I don't think, like toward the end, it got creepy. And I liked like some of the spooky, but I was also like, why is this happening specifically though? Like I didn't understand the reasoning why the mom was like possessed now Uh, so there were just like issues that I had with like why are some of these things happening among like the the full change and and but to to summarize the movie I'll oh and they'll say like the the beginning or the first 75 percent of it too is kind of like just more of a drama than a horror where it's just this kind of slower paced thing where like the mom's uh, mother had died prior to the movie and so then she's kind of mourning the loss then the kids are there's like awkward relationship stuff but with the family the so again this is a show spoiler alert so just so people have context um the younger sister ends up dying horrifically um in an accident with the brother and driving in a car uh so then the mom ends up like going through a crisis about that which is understandable and then it slowly kind of builds like here's like some uh, spirit stuff, like some ghost thing or like, yeah, the undead talking with a spirit board. But it, so it, it, I think it, it that story itself was like a good job. But I just also think that I'm like, oh, there's not enough horror stuff going on for me in, in the beginning of it, though. Like it was interesting enough, but it was just like, oh, I would think of this as like some weird, uh, like creepy drama. And then at the end, Ultimately, the grandma, the mother who died, was some sort of cult queen. Um, and then the other cultists 
where they were waiting because like when the sister died she she needed and the brother felt bad like he's the older brother but eventually it was that they needed to get the sister's soul into the brother's body and so because the sister was actually like the embodiment like the the reborn some sort of god i forget the name of it but some sort of king of hell hell. hell. yeah Yeah. well and here's the thing um there's a so we yeah it's a cult movie that's why someone brought up rosemary's baby and rosemary's baby is clearly an influence on this film ari aster even admitted that uh, Rosemary's Baby is very good, by the way. I love it. Okay. I, uh, but I like cult horror movies, by which I don't mean like cult classics, but I mean like movies about cultists trying to do something. <laughs> that's what I mean. Um, and that's what Rosemary's Baby is. That's what Hereditary is. From the very beginning, the cult is there. Yeah. on them. And that the mom is a miniatures artist. This is, mm-hmm. you know... Uh, and it's played by Tony Collette. She does an amazing job, by the way. She did, yeah, she, yeah, she yeah. Really did. Uh, the movie starts with a shot of their their creepy treehouse. The mm-hmm. treehouse is very incongruous. It doesn't look real. Um, so it sh- starts with a shot of that treehouse, sweeps over to the mo- to the window of the mom's miniatures workshop, goes in there, zooms in on one of the miniatures, and it's actually. Peter, the son's room, and then it turns into actually being his room. And that shot is so damn important to telling you everything about this movie. So the, <laughs> the first shot is like of the, the treehouse. Everything, hap- everything important really happens in the treehouse. And also the fact that the shot turns and sweeps and goes towards Peter is basically saying he's the target mm-hmm. and yeah. and something is coming after him. And I, I thought that was for one thing, Sinan Peter's the brother. Peter's the brother. Uh it's it's very brilliant. Um and there like there's lots of like really subtle things to show you that the cult is coming closer and closer and closer to their goal. For one thing, the way that the sister dies, uh Charlie, that's her name. Like, oh God, first of all, I was so surprised. Um, yeah, was that when you were like WTF? Yeah, when I said, what the fuck? <laughs> because I was like, did she really die? Did that just really uh-huh. happen? That was so fucking violent and horrific. And Peter's reaction is so, he's in shock. He's mm-hmm. really in shock. Yeah. But like, it's, it's like really weird. Um, but like, yeah, like, what are the chances that would happen? So she's they the the chances are, are. zero if there's no cult involved. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> because the pole has their cult symbol on it. I didn't notice that, but I figured like, oh, they're you know, it had to be involved somehow. But I just like, <laughs> yeah, like oh, oh. the did, were they involved in the peanut thing though? Because so she's allergic to peanuts. She ate cake that had peanuts, so she had a peanut allergy while at a party with Peter. And she didn't want to go to the party. The mom's like, "No, you need to go and socialize." But she's like thirteen. Like I don't think she needs to go to a high school party. That that was kind of a weird choice that the mom made to like go socialize with people. Um, <laughs> but uh, and she even says too like that because she's like, "Are you going to be drinking there, Peter?" And he says, "No." And like, "Okay, you're taking your sister." That means like for sure means no drinking. Like, why are you sending your daughter to a party where you believe there's going to be alcohol? Like, yeah, 
I just think that's not great parenting. <laughs> uh, no, which is why he kind of blames her too. Yeah, yeah. He's like, why? Like, yeah, she didn't want to go, and you made it. Yeah, and the thing is about the the daughter in the first act before she died, Charlie. I like, I was like, man, she's so fucking weird. Like, not in a normal way of weird. Yeah, but I was like. like like an uncomfortable, she's going to become a serial killer weird she when she's older. Disability. And I'll say too, like, she was weird to look at. Part of me was like, glad she died because I was just like, I don't want to look at her anymore. Um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's why she was hired. <laughs> yeah, I think so. Too. But then when I was looking at pictures of the actress later, I'm like, she doesn't look as bad. I think they were, you know, able to make her look more frumpy and stuff too. And and because like in other photos, like yeah, she's got like the kind of hooked nose thing going on, and so it's kind of weird. But she's just, it's not as bad as that movie. Or maybe she, as she grew <laughs> grew older, like she's just kind of grown out of the awkwardness but yeah yeah just yeah she seemed like she was you know on uh, some sort of weird spectrum thing that was just like yeah what's because that's not a normal 13 year old behavior no. that she had i wouldn't even know that i would consider cutting the head off of a dead bird normal for being on the oh, spectrum yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. definitely definitely <laughs> yeah i forgot about that so there's definitely more to her going on but i guess that makes sense too like you know is it the weirdness because she has she already had the soul of the king of hell or whatever in her because mm -hmm. i was like how like or why like why was she that way like, where the was the cult just able to maybe they were doing this whole like they were preparing for it the whole time so they were trying like whatever they were doing in the past was like trying to prepare and get him into well, they, the children this is their uh, actually the the attempt of getting charlie's who um who is the the reincarnation of this god they were going after um into peter is their second attempt at manifesting him into a male body we know that because at the grief count, the grief group. Um, oh, the, the woman was saying. The mom said that her brother killed himself uh, in his, in their mom's closet for leaving a note, blaming the mom saying she had tried to put voices in his head. So he was their first attempt. Yeah. And I, that is always my favorite part of one of these cultist horror movies is that there's always this clue somewhere in the first or second act that this is the this is another attempt. This mm -hmm. isn't the first attempt. <laughs> I always love that detail, and, and they did. That's what's in Rosemary's Baby. There's a, really? there's a previous woman who was going. They attempted to do it with. So it's like when they when they manage to do that, it makes me happy because it's like why why are we watching this one? And it also shows that the cult is attempting this several times. They're going to keep trying until they get it right. And they're just and watching the time they got it right. Even Charlie was saying, like, "Oh, Grandma wanted me to be a boy." She just, and that was seemed uh, uh, unsolicited too. Like, why did you bring that up right now? I'm like, oh yeah, and so you know, like because they were expecting or they needed it for what she was, and maybe also her name is Charlie. Like they're going by yeah. even a boy's name or. Um, even though the parents were unaware, but, um, so that's what, like, 
And the, I guess, it, yeah, like I said, like the concept itself, like I, it was interesting, but I didn't like the ending where it was creepy, but I just didn't understand like, why was the mom, like if, if the goal was to like change all this, like why did the mom and the dad, when he got you know, burned up, um, he, he caught on fire. Like, why did that happen? Why was the mom possessed? And like, and, and was she just having to kill Peter though? Was it, is that the possession? Was that like, oh, he needs to die so Charlie can take over his body? Um, so, cause I just, it, it, cause then she's like crawling around and yeah, it was creepy when she was like up in the corner, like he's, a, he's asleep in bed and you can just see like the, uh, yeah, silhouetted a bit too. So you, you're not in focus. And, but like, once you notice it, you're like, oh yeah, that's terrifying. Um, <laughs> but then I was just also like, but why? And then I thought it was hilarious when he like starts to turn around and then she like leaves, but she's like in the air and like kind of crawling <laughs> away though. I'm like, couldn't you have done that in a little scarier way? Cause that was just silly to watch. Uh, um, like, cause I guess it was like, Oh, it's supposed to be creepy in that too. But I was just like, I don't, I don't know. I'm kind of having, trying not to laugh, but, um, but then like, she, then she's up in the corner again too. Cause it's just like, okay, if you're like, why, why, why are they always like in corners up in the, up in the ceiling though? Like it's, it's always creepy. I just didn't understand the purpose for that happening to her. Um, outside of like maybe just needing to kill Peter, and then when in the seal or in the attic, she's just like killing herself or whatever, or like already dead. I don't even know if she was already considered dead or not. She's stabbing I, herself in the neck. She's not stabbing herself. That's not what she's doing. I thought oh. it was what she was doing at first too. But then as she speeds up, I realize what she's doing is she's take. She, you saw this destroyed piano downstairs, and there were some sounds of her destroying the piano. Yeah, I thought it was like wire or something. Yeah, it's wire. She's cutting yeah. off her head. And I don't think she's dead. The look on Tony Collette's face in that scene suggests to me that she doesn't have control over her body, but she is aware of the fact that she's in the middle of killing herself. Okay. Um, and she does, and she's also scared for Peter. Like I, I feel like Tony. This is this is one of the reasons why I think Tony Collette probably should have at least been nominated for something yeah. for this movie. And she wasn't. She was totally snubbed in everything. And it's like her performance is amazing the whole way through. See, initially, I thought like the first time I watched it, I thought it was like piano wire, so that she had an, on her neck. And then the second time I watched it again yesterday, whatever, I then I thought she was holding something that stabbed herself. So I went in the reverse, where I was like, <laughs> oh, like because I'm like I thought this whole time, like no, am I seeing something that she stabbed? But yeah, yeah she's I didn't like, yeah, she's like sawing off her head. Yeah. Um, so it was right the first. But time. my, I don't think they answered the question about whether or not actually it was successful in the end that what the cult wanted was oh successful. yeah because because it because well they did say like charlie when, when charlie is in peter's it was kind of like a lot a lot where like okay you've got peter his soul is gone now charlie is in here but charlie is also the embodiment of the of a, a king of hell so i'm like okay there's a lot of stuff <laughs> that's got layers here of what's going on with this human um but yeah but then i didn't know like is if that was just Charlie, like, yeah, it makes sense that she's just confused because, like, now she's alive again. But then it's like, okay, but what about the king of, like, wouldn't a king of hell know, like, seem more well, familiar? I think, it's, see, the thing is, though, is that I think it's like a, a, a like a, like, if you were read like, when Christ was born, he's not, he, it's not like he's aware as that he mm -hmm. is Christ and then, like, you know. Oh, so maybe like they're that, having, like, I think frame. Charlie is born as Paimon. But okay. doesn't know that. But all the personality inclinations are there. That's why she's so fucking weird yeah. and awful. Um, but then, 
but she's still like a kid. So like when she when she's in her mom, she's like, "Where's mom?" You know, she's like mm-hmm. worried. And yeah. Everything. But like, um, the reason why I'm like unsure in the end whether or not the cultists were successful is the fact that I don't think we ever get a tongue click. Which, by the way, uh, I, the tongue click is the thing that Charlie does. Like, mm-hmm. It's a it's a weird habit. Uh, of hers so and he did like he kept hearing it because she was Mm -hmm. around and stuff and like at one point when he was in class he did it because she was but i don't we don't get any confirmation if there had been a tongue click i would have been like okay yes this is but i don't if it didn't happen when he fell down out, he jumped, he fell out the window or jumped out the window, or whatever, and fell down. Then there was like a white orb or something that that floated into his body. If it wasn't Charlie, like what would that have been? See, I'm not sure about that. Like, I'm not sure how that all works because sometimes Charlie saw that flash of light mm. when she was alive. So I don't know what that flash of light actually signifies. I yeah. wouldn't actually like as much as I love this movie. I wouldn't give it a ten out of ten. Like, honestly, because there are some parts of it that, like, I'm not sure that Ari Aster knew all the rules he wanted to set up. Yeah. yeah. So that's my own, like, uh, that's my biggest problem with it is, and, and I'm okay with not knowing in the end whether or not he's still Peter or if Charlie is taking over his body. I'm okay with that um ambiguity that works for me because the face could go either way on that <laughs> his performance could go either way i'm not sure why um, would why would uh peter end up going into you think like when he, if he stands back up and it is peter why would he decide to go up into oh like the, the whole disposition like whoever it is in there um changed though he wasn't afraid anymore he seemed like kind of confused but he's just like i'm watching my <laughs> undead mother float up into the treehouse and and then I'm following in there too mm-hmm. as if my thought was like if Peter was going to go up there was at that point it's morbid curiosity he just saw his mother saw her head off and like weird shit's going on like he it, I mean he has nothing at this point he knows his dad is dead um, might as well know the answers to things like that's the only thing you have left is to know what's going on um why this is happening at all and like his face in the end is not clear if it is if there if that is fear or confusion it is i think it teeters quite perfectly to lend itself to ambiguity yeah yeah okay um and why were the cultists naked (laughs) this general cult stuff you think uh well one one uh movie lover I follow said that that was about not being afraid. They're literally not a, like, if you're naked, you're vulnerable. <laughs> but yeah. if you're, and, and he's right. If you're literally not afraid as you're naked, that means that you feel absolutely assured of your safety, um, mm. which is scary. <laughs> a person who is not afraid when they're naked yeah, and out and about, that that's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, like, I would not trust a person like that. Like, of course you're in a cult. Uh, <laughs> like Stevie J says, I want a cult movie where they summon the Yas Queen. <laughs> and uh, oh, and Wallace Williams mentioned Stranger Than Fiction. Al- Alex loves that movie. <laughs> yes, I do. I absolutely love that movie so much. <laughs> um. Let me see. What notes do I have on here? Oh, the only note 
that I actually wrote was, why would you not take your EpiPen with you always, especially as parents? I was like, they, that house is huge. They can clearly afford to get her an EpiPen. I do not understand why she doesn't have one. Well, they, <laughs> when they say like at the funeral, the grandma's funeral or something, they're, they're like, oh, make sure she's seen. We don't have her EpiPen with her. Like, I thought they do have one. They just didn't have it with them. Yeah, I like at the funeral at the beginning. EpiPen. I remember him saying, there's not nuts in that, is there? Like, I remember him, oh. the dad asking her that question, but I don't the, remember anything about Yeah, it. the mom mentioned, uh, said EpiPen on it, and she said okay. something like, we don't have the EpiPen. So it exists. But like, what? But then I even thought then, why would you not have that with you at the funeral? Why would you not have <laughs> her take that? Uh, if it's something that like, hey, this could kill you, you say like, this is on you at all times, wherever you go. So I just did not understand. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not a parent, but I would just think that, <laughs> I would have my child do that, like have that with them. Like it's going to be in your bag. Cause even like I knew that kids with, with asthma too, like at the, in the middle school program where I'm like, yeah, they needed inhalers on them. And um, so yeah, but that was pretty much, that's the only note that I wrote for that movie. Um, and then we went over like all the other questions and stuff that I had too. So it's, I don't know. Like I, like I said, like I like the idea. I just think that it was it's not enough horror up front. Like they do a good job of like, you know, hinting thing, uh, you know, foreshadowing and everything and throughout it. And then but then there was just parts where I was like, why is some of this like the horror is is spooky, but I just why is that happening to the mom and stuff too? Where I'm like, I am creeped out. It did make me feel creeped out for a while in my house. Um, but then but it was just like, but why? So <laughs> So I, I I think in rewatching it, I liked it more than I thought I remembered. <laughs> like, okay. I was um, gonna watch Midsummer next at some point, but I yeah, hear, I hear bad things that. about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I can't remember. No, maybe because it's based off of another film, isn't it? I thought. Uh, let me see. Because I is this in English? Because I think I watched one that was that was in maybe it was actually in Swedish or something. I thought it was based off of like another movie that was like the same thing, but I can't remember now. So I either watched, maybe I have seen this movie or maybe I watched an older one that it's inspired by at least. Um, so I'll need to, yeah, I think we can check this out at some point then. <laughs> Talk about it. Uh, what's the last one? Tucker and Dale versus evil. Let's do that, and then if we have time to do the uh, other things. But I also know you have to. You're still doing your October streaming. Um, yeah, and in ten minutes, I have to feed the cats. Oh yes. Okay. Well, <laughs> I mean, if people have not seen Tucker and Dale versus Evil, definitely, I, I nominate that over everything else. That, that oh hell about. yeah. Like, that one is just so hilarious that it, I mean, I, it's been a long time since I've seen it, but it cracked me up though, too. There were parts, my boyfriend was like napping too, but I think he said like, I woke him up because I was just like cracking up at certain parts. Like, uh, so you've got Tyler, I don't know how it's pronounced, Labine, 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 um, and Alan. Labine, probably. <laughs> yeah, I figured it's Labine and Alan Tudyk, which I did not remember. I have no recollection that it was Alan Tudyk because when I did watch this a decade ago, I didn't know who Alan Tudyk was at the time. I hadn't watched Firefly. <laughs> I didn't realize like his voice acting 
skills and stuff too and a lot of like he's great so I do love him now and so when I saw it that he was in it I was like holy crap I love Tyler Labine because he was in mm-hmm. the, the series Reaper um and Deadbeat and so they're like different things that probably other people didn't watch but I loved so I've always liked him um but Ah, it's just so funny because like the things that crack me up, they're just, the, it, it, you know, it has the cliche, um, the, the scenes of like, oh, the college kids are going out to to the, whatever in the woods to party and stuff too during their Thanksgiving break or whenever it was yeah, during their break. Um, I'm mixing, I watched a bunch of horror movies in the last few days. So now I'm mixing up which break is which. Uh, I think Thanksgiving was the one that was on Thanksgiving break. That's what I, so whatever break mm-hmm. these kids are doing uh and then they stop at a gas station or whatever and then you have like alan tudyk and tally labine's characters and they're like the creepy hillbillies that are just like staring at them and um and, and tyler labine's like behind like the girl goes to like grab something off the shelf and tyler labine is just standing behind there and like oh <laughs> like <laughs> runs off but then so they're really creeped out because they just think like oh here's like the horrific hillbillies they and went past the- each other on the road too and uh, the oh yeah yeah and they're just like staring yeah, yeah. <laughs> then, but then it jumps to their side of it and they're like oh they're super friendly guys and you're like we just got our vacation home that we're gonna fix up and it's a, like a crappy rundown cabin and then Tyler Labine's I'm mixing up which one's Tucker and Dale Dale Tucker is, is Alan Tudyk yeah and, and Dale Dale's uh, uh, Tyler Labine and so then Dale is like, I just, uh, you know, like he, he likes the one girl who's played by, who played Suri in 30 Rock, whatever that actress's name is. But I'm just like, oh, yeah, I need to rewatch 30 Rock. Just think of her as Allison. <laughs> Allison, yeah. It's her character's yeah, name. Yeah. So then Allison, so he just has a crush on Allison because she's so pretty. And then he wants to go talk to her. And they're like, oh, I'm like no, I can't go. And he goes to talk to her. And he just has the, the, the um, scythe. Or is it the... There are two different things. One, the scythe is like when it's holding it smaller. I have to look this up. Go ahead. <laughs> like the thing is, is that like Tucker tells him, you know, no, you, you're, you're a moderately attractive oh, yeah. man. Go talk to her. You can, she's just a human being. And he's all, and he's like, oh, what am I supposed to say? And he's like, whatever you say, just smile and laugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and like, the worst advice. Yeah. Ever. Then he's just asking whatever he goes. He says when he goes over there, though, but he was just like, ah, oh, yeah. And he, like, starts <laughs> like, yeah. holding the scythe. Yeah. Uh, and so then and they're all panicking and like, hey, leave us alone. And they run off and then drive off. And and so then they go back. Like, Dale goes back to Tucker and just like, man, like, I'm so bad with the ladies. And, like, they have no idea. And then... So it's just like this huge misunderstanding, which was great with Allison. Like, I'm a psychology major. I just, I think communication is like the most important thing and people just don't communicate well. And then the whole movie is about how they don't communicate. Yeah, and, the, and the real inciting incident is when like Tucker and Dale are fishing at night and the te- yeah. the, the college kids are going to go skinny dipping. And, and like Allison is on top of a rock and they're like peeping on her and like Tucker is staring and so Dale thinks it's wrong and he shouts, Tucker. So yeah. she hears that, falls off the rock, hits her head, and is knocked out in mm-hmm. the water. And fucking Dale dives in the water, saves her life, gets her in the boat, and then 
the other college kids finally see that this is happening and they think they immediately go oh my god they've got they Allison out, and then they shout the other talking down like yeah, we got talking. your friend <laughs> and yeah. like panic and they run away we got your friend they go screaming and running away and yeah. Tucker goes hey where are you going we got your friend like i love it so much. oh sickle thank you all it's like sickle site that's what i was my brain was trying to remember sickle is the smaller one and then scythe is the long one um but yeah and, and then it just continues on because then the the kids end up trying to to save her because they think they need to and then they end up accidentally killing themselves all over the place so tucker and dale are freaking out because they're like why are they like the kid just jumped into my wood chipper? Like, why are they? This must be a suicide pact. Like, like, I love that because... scene when the guy jumps in the wood chipper because Dick Tucker grabs his legs yeah. and is trying to pull him out. And then when the, when the wood when it, when the wood chipper finally shuts off, he goes he goes, "You okay?" You okay? Yeah. Wait, it's like, he's covered in blood. Because he's just grabbing his wood and he turns around and you just, and I was like imagining myself there too on lunch and I was like, holy crap, like, why did someone's body in there? Because so he, <laughs> he turned away to grab the wood to throw yeah. it and his fucking kid just dives head first into the wood chipper. <laughs> so they were so scared because they're just like, why is this happening? Like, why is everyone killing themselves on my property? So then they're like, oh, we want to, they need to call the cops. Like, and tell them what? That, like, there's a bunch of college kids just going around killing themselves on our property. Like, no one's going to believe that. But that's the truth. The greatest line ever, which is repeated in the movie, is like, and tell him what? Uh, well, officer, we've just had a doozy of a day. <laughs> <laughs> Because he said that as if like what what will we tell them if we called the cops? So he does say doozy, and when the cop does come, he does say we've had a doozy. So he just reiterates the whole thing. Like we were doing chores around the cabin, and then when all of a sudden these college kids just started killing themselves all over the property. He says it as of like concept of how that doesn't make any sense why would a cop believe that and then literally says it to the cop uh, when he shows yeah. up oh my god and i love it because it's all true though and, and like you feel bad for them like yeah they really they are killing themselves all over i love when, it, when the one kid has a gun and and, and he, oh yeah he's, he's in and and tucker's deal he's like gonna shoot them and then like he he, he can't because it's mm-hmm. on it's got a safety on and dale literally tells him he has to take the safety off so yeah. he's like he's like doing this trying he to do it faces it to himself uh-huh. and, and tucker's like don't do and then he yeah. shoots himself in the head <laughs> <laughs> never never do that never point it. oh i have my gun no. one i have a gun i've got like three guns in here right now but i have the one revolver that's right here i don't know <laughs> it's got the rainbow barrel mm-hmm. cylinder i've seen that one but um, like Tucker, like after the kid shoots himself dale says you gotta be more careful uh, yeah. like, he's dead uh-huh. <laughs> and tucker like looks at him like you idiot, you gotta take the safety off. Yeah, like, like don't why tell did him. you tell him that? <laughs> um it's uh yeah. 
the whole thing is so great and we've spoiled like i mean there's plenty more good stuff that too but like those are all the great parts and then and then in the end too where like the one kid the one college kid he just ends up being the crazy psycho who's like trying to kill them and he was the the son of previous hillbilly <laughs> and like you're part hillbilly you're half hillbilly i think this you're half hillbilly <laughs> yeah no it's not true <laughs> so this is so funny hi john Della rose i am sorry john i keep every time like i'll check twitter i'm like oh yeah i wanted to join the stream today and then i just got sidetracked and stuff and oh, she's begging because it's it's it <laughs> He is. Okay. Well, I can talk to chat for a minute and then if we have time, we can do the Twitter things. Cause I don't really have, I mean, outside of just gushing over Tucker and Dale, like I just, everything was great about it. They were good with the tropes and things. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's an amazing it's movie. It's hilarious. It will not disappoint. <laughs> no. But all right, go ahead. All right, and, okay. and the other cat. Oh, Lily. Lily is not as chatty. She doesn't like try talking and stuff as much because she's never in the room. So I, I sometimes forget about her. Um, let me start screen sharing a couple of these tweets here. Prepare those. Um, let's see. Are you guys in chat saying anything interesting? Oh, I guess back over at uh, Hereditary. Johnny Boy says, I read his face at the end as the demon having taken over and admiring his effigy. Oh, okay. That he wasn't. The whole time I was seeing like kind of confusion. Um, But maybe, I don't know, because he just kind of seemed like, what is happening here to me? Winky, you don't think Midsummer is very good? Clearly it wasn't good enough that I remember it. I remember them doing like the May dance thing of like dancing around. But again, I don't know if it was that movie or I was watching a different movie that had like a similar plot. Because I want to say it was from the 70s was the movie that I had watched. Um, but I'm having trouble finding anything about wh where Midsummer was inspired by. Um but it could have sworn midsummer 70s, 1970s. Let's see. Midsummer tradition of folk horror. Um, I don't know. Was it based on the 70s? Was it just a movie that was based? I'll have to re I'll have to watch it and see if I actually know what it is. Second is longer. Oh, yeah. That movie is on par with Shaun of the Dead. Ooh. I haven't seen Shaun of the Dead in a long time. So I don't because maybe it's just because Tucker and Dale is one that I've seen recently. I kind of think that I probably find Tucker and Dale funnier, but I need to rewatch Shaun of the Dead and see if I, how I feel. I don't want to. I don't want to start a fight or anything. Um, get a tune. Could you spin the barrel and get a tune from it? Um, that would be awesome. It does not have a tune though. Alex looks blue like an avatar. <laughs> Wicker Man. Um, let me see. Did I see that one? I have watched. What have I watched lately? I, I've been writing them down because I'm trying to watch a bunch of horror movies for October. I've watched Trick Lights Out. If you haven't seen Lights Out, it's on Hulu. That one's a good one. I actually liked Lights Out. Um, oh, I think I hear Alex back. Yes. 
Wicker Man. Oh, wait, was Wicker Man the old movie? Is that what I was looking up? And might have There's seen 1973. Two. Yes. Okay. Maybe it was Wicker Man that I had seen. So maybe I haven't seen Midsummer. I just remember the dancing from Wicker Man. Um, uh huh. Yeah, Wallace. Thank you. I think that's what I was thinking of. Um, I was just talking about some of the other movies. It's all lights out. What is it? Philosophy Pastor Things Killing. Curse of Bridge Hollow. Netflix keeps showing that to me. <laughs> um, and it's a weird, like, are you a child? It's like a children's movie, but then they like swear and stuff in it. And uh, so then I, I I just think it's something where I'm like in the, maybe in the nineties, it might've been more okay. Cause they were more loose with swearing and stuff, but, but it kind of felt like, I don't think kid, parents are okay with that now. So it was like a weird thing of like, where are you trying to like go back to that time to allow a little bit more maturity in it or, uh, but it's like going to be iffy though. Cause that's why it has mixed reviews. Cause I'm like, okay, like it's not an old enough for people to like be interested in watching it. That would be okay with swearing. Cause it is more for kids. So I don't, I'm not sure the direction they were trying to go with that. Um, lights out. Chris of bridge hollow I'm trying to work through Dahmer, but we'll talk about that next week. Yeah. I'm, I'm on the fifth episode. So I'm about halfway through. I think me too, or finish fit somewhere around there. Yeah. Um, got notes for that. Trick. I watched Trick. That one. That one was all right. I kind of. I liked. I liked the ending. I liked that it kind of ended up being. Oh, it's like a serial killer, but then they were like trying to make it a, uh, a a thing like a new boogeyman sort of thing, and it was just people like uh, multiple people doing. Which I saw. Like you kind of knew. Like I mean, I could just call. I called and like, oh, what was going to happen? But I thought it was interesting. Um. Okay. Well. Tucker and Dale, watch Tucker and Dale. Uh, <laughs> someone mentioned, I forget who it was already, sorry, um, that like it was on par with Shaun of the Dead. And I was trying to, re- I had to rewatch it and compare because I don't know which one I'd say I like more. I was right now, I'm saying Tucker and Dale because I just watched it. It's, it's been I think so I, I think I like Tucker and Dale versus Evil more. If we're talking about the, si- the Simon Pegg mm-hmm. like Frost movies, though, I yeah. think I like Hot Fuzz the most out of all of those. I, I, so. I, I haven't seen that many movies of, of the, so I don't think I've seen Hot Fuzz. Pretty much just Hot, Shaun of the Dead. Hot Fuzz is amazing. It's really? so good. Yes. <laughs> it is, it's actually kind of a cultist horror film. Oh, okay. Of course yeah. you'd like it. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's try and, and work through these real quick. What is this? I don't even remember the stuff. Oh, yeah. And just uh, some Twitter, I saw a thing saying that Ezra Miller could go behind bars for a long time. Um, and apparently he, he's facing, well, let me just go to the, open the next page. What is it? Facing 26 years in prison after pleading not guilty to felony burglary charges. And I think from what I had read before, he like broke into a neighbor's house to steal liquor or something. Um, which there, he, There's something go, like really wrong with him. Like, yeah, it seems like he needs help. Um, but I also say if it was like breaking into steal liquor, I do you think 26 years in prison is excessive? So, yeah. unless he, he assaulted the homeowner, too. That's what I was. I don't think there was. A, I mean, because he, he has assaulted people before. Really? He, he has. And he's gotten in trouble felony. with it more than once, I think. In the state of Vermont, after an election. I don't think it says anything about any violence, though. So, which I might be able to understand, but even then, twenty six years though, like I, it wasn't murder. Yeah, um, that's true. <laughs> so, 
yeah, I do think that, especially like if the, you just pay for damages and pay for like, you know, maybe something with trauma. Like I'm, I'm not a big fan of, especially like nonviolent crimes, go people going to prison. Uh, the thing the is, I, I'm getting really tired of him getting away with, he's been committing crimes left and right mm-hmm. and just getting off every time. So I have, I have a little less sympathy for sure. him. Like I don't like, I'm That's like, fair. Like because at some point he was going to hit a a, um, a district that wasn't going to put up with it, you know, like he, because he was committing crimes all over the world. Like, he, like I think it was yeah. in some like Sweden or something where he assaulted someone. I can't quite remember Iceland, but like he's been he's been like out of control, and no one has been punishing him for it. And like I think that's when when someone has a personality disorder or emotionally disturbed problem and they keep committing crimes and they keep doing things and the and they keep getting off they never learn so Uh i'm like he so they basically did him a disjustice by not really punishing him for his past transition yeah and so then he does he keeps doing it and eventually he's gonna hit it's gonna be a russian roulette game with the justice system depending on where he is it, finally he's going to hit a justice system that is not going to be lenient and oh and, and that's my problem with this he's a they them right so then uh, we, yeah. I guess we're, are we mispronouncing pronouncing him um <laughs> if that's true i did that. not know that like, I, yeah because like the whole article just kept saying they are something something and i feel like i heard about it at some point but i don't i don't know um and I don't really, I don't think I've really watched anything with Ezra Miller. Like, I forget that he exists they, too, except for Perks of Being a Wallflower, I think is the only thing I've seen him in back in the he, day. He was in um, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them. I, I like the book, but I never it, watched the movies. And he played the Flash in the um, Justice League movie. Nope. <laughs> yeah. he like, he's not know. a very good Barry Allen honestly oh, really? not a good okay. Barry Allen at all <laughs> yeah so that's why I just uh, like I hear his name every now and then I'm like oh yeah perks of being a wallflower guy <laughs> <laughs> um all right well uh, yeah it sounds like again like enabling uh, with people with uh, with issues that they need mental health problems and that they need help and instead of doing that you're just like well it's okay um it's you're fine you can do and and now you're changing pronouns and things too so like probably trying to figure out yourself and not doing a great job of that um i let's see oh this is the wakanda thing i actually don't know if i looked through but this was I didn't terrible. read the article because it's too stupid. <laughs> okay, what, what Wakanda can teach us about the future of American cities? Why Wakanda might be a model for our future cities? So we wall them off. Uh, we have some sort of space rock that is basically technological magic. Um, we mm-hmm. don't. We we become isolationist. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, I mean, I am okay with isolation. I'm kind of, yeah, I'd say I'm an isolation. We, we have a, a method of leadership wherein if our leader is bested in combat, they they are no longer the leader. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, so okay. Oh, my, 
you're literally talking about a society that is isolationist. Yes, let's go. Sure, let's go that yeah, way. Let's not which, let anyone come to our. And they wouldn't like that. The people, the same people who want that, are the ones who are like let everyone into the country, like without any anything at all. I like know, we, like uh, the the assholes who lord our technology over the rest of the world. That yeah, that, yeah. That, that are we are we doing that now? <laughs> It was just so dumb. And it, oh yeah, that's the the other thing. All black people. So uh, mono. Oh uh, yeah, mono um, culture. Mono ethnic. Yeah. Yeah, completely mono. So <laughs> you're gonna get a lot of mono in this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, I can't believe how dumb that was. <laughs> like, and they got dragged on Twitter for it too because of they course. were. Everyone was like, "Did you watch Black Panther? Panther? Because." You know, I don't think you want to be like this. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm not seeing anything interesting on here. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> that, that's what you want. Start your own civilization somehow, I guess. City. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's funny. I'm glad that he got torn up on Twitter. I'll yeah, tow he up. did. This uh, it's like New York, totally run by a space rock called Crack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's in that Kevin movie, says Eric Boyer. The, like, uh, Kevin. For, for Ezra Miller? Yeah, I think so. Somebody check on Kevin, or? <laughs> I don't remember what it's called. Years for him and 26 for her. For... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, it would be 52 years. Yeah, 52 years. Um, uh, all right. Well, let's see. We've got Helena Taylor talking about Bayonetta. Do you want to watch it or just talk about what happened? So we can just talk about it. She's okay. accused um, the makers of Bayonetta of lowballing her intensely for performing the entire Bayonetta 3 game. So mm -hmm. uh, she's the voice of Bayonetta in the uh, English-speaking version for 1 and 2. Uh, she said that they offered her very little money. She wrote to the, the 4000 No, 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 no. First, they oh. offered her less than that. Oh, okay, said. okay. So she, she wrote a letter to the maker of the game and, like, Hey, they they're offering me very little money. She got an, uh, a response saying that we we greatly value your contribution to Bayonetta, and she's like, "Oh, good. That means that maybe they'll give me a decent offer." So then they offered her four grand. <sighs> yeah, and, and I don't I don't know how long it's hard, is, I don't know how long the game is. See, this is the thing. Even if the game is eight hours, like say it's an eight hour game. Um, she's in, and she's not going to be talking for the full eight hours. No, mm -hmm. no voices 100% of the time. Right. But when you're in the studio, it's studio time. You get paid for studio time, not for the number of words you speak in the final product, you right. know, like, and like, I think something like three, like 350 could be like a well-known voice actors pay per hour in the studio. Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. So they lowballed her like intensely. Um, and their voice actors are already not paid enough. So um, I know I saw some game developer, uh, Grums, I follow him, and he said that he felt like 
um, voice actors for video games should be paid the same amount as full-time devs for a video game that they should have the same pay for the uh, same product oh. um, because they contribute as much to the, the feel of the product mm-hmm. on the same I mean, level. Yeah. I'm a big advocate. I mean, like I love voice actors and stuff too. Like I, and I worked at an audio studio for a while too, uh, as well. And I'll say even, even as the engineer, like the, the studio, I would get like a third, I think when I started freelancing, cause I started as an intern and then, a, and then I got a third of what they made. So it was like a hundred, I think it was 150 an hour for like someone to record, like as the engineer, we got that and or like the company. So then I got like 50 an hour as for it and um so then i just think as like the voice whatever it is like the whatever the production is and then the voice actor would probably get at least that um if not more and they were you know various like mcdonald's wendy's commercials and stuff um i'm just trying to think of like comparing and then like audiobooks you know uh, for well-known games I would expect them to get paid really well, like especially like in the third one. Like it's this is a successful game. Um, yeah, I would. Yeah, say I would think for the like they for like metal one of the Metal Gear games. The Metal Gear Gear games were voiced by David Hayter almost entirely as Solid Snake, and then for the one the the last one that like was really uh, Hideo Kojima. Um, which he left and they, the, him and the studio split. It was like a messy thing. They changed voice actors to Kiefer Sutherland. Mm-hmm. And I seriously doubt that that was Kojima's uh, decision. Uh, Cause he, the character's name is David. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's named after David Hayter. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's what, that's a popular thought because his name came after uh, he was oh, already voice okay, acted okay. by David Hayter, so like there, there's there's a pretty strong idea there that he that's how valuable he was. And honestly, a lot of fans of Metal Gear with hated the Keith Sutherland. Like they're like, no, yeah. I wanted David Hayter. Well, David Hayter is Solid Snake. And I, and I think like fans of a game, by the time they get to like the third one, they don't want need the fucking stick. voice to Absolutely. Change. First, hi, <laughs> man. Second, I mentioned this in the Discord when we were chatting a little bit about it too. Is that like I? I mean, I was bothered when I was younger. Like I'm still annoyed with Pokemon changing in the English <laughs> one, where Veronica Taylor will always be Ash Ketchum to me. Eric Stewart was Brock, and uh, and. Uh, Jess, or James, uh, you had Rachel Lillis as Misty and um, uh, Jesse. So, like, I, I knew all these. I knew Maddie Blaustein was Meowth. I knew, like, um, and then when they left four kids and then did Pokemon USA, they like they swapped everyone out. They got rid of everyone um, except for Jimmy, oh, blanking on his name right now. He played Gary Oak and then he ended up taking over for Meowth. And so, like, he kind of stayed somehow. But, like, I just, even then, like, people who are, like, maybe little, little kids aren't going to notice that. But once you get to, I'd say, like, at least, uh, I'll just say, like, at least 12, like, I think that's when mm-hmm. I think people, like, recognize that more and be bothered. Like, I don't want that change. I hate when voice actors change. Vic Mignogna, he got me too and then got replaced and, and stuff. Like, so I was bothered when, because like, he's got such a distinct voice and I love his uh, characters that he does but um when he got replaced and everything like well this character sucks now like i don't even care if i liked the replacement like you're like this isn't the same one like i was used to this voice um so yeah i would i think fan especially i think video games i think fans are going to be 
like heart, like loyal too. And um, a lot of people, like in anime and video games, you have a lot of loyal fans to the voice actors. Yeah, especially. You do. So replacing them, it's just not a great move. Well, and that's why it's funny too, because they hired Jennifer Hale instead, who's a bigger voice actor than Helena Taylor. She's she's much yeah. much more famous. And the thing is, though, is that it's like I seriously doubt they paid that small amount for mm-hmm. Jennifer Hale. I would assume that they had to pay Jennifer Hale more than that, which makes me think they just wanted Jennifer Hale. Like, yeah, <laughs> and that's what you said that like they were trying to get her to, like to like okay maybe there was a contract and like they couldn't get rid of. The original voice actress, uh, I can't for, already forget her name, uh, Helena, Helena Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then it's not just that, like, it's also the fact that, like, um, like, so they also lied, or she claims they lied and said that they didn't hire her for the third one because they couldn't make her schedule fit. Mm. That's what they, she's saying that's not true. Um, so it's kind of like, like it, this is like, I'm not going to say 100% that I believe her. I mean, like I'm inclined to, because a lot of companies are pretty shitty. So <laughs> are you Camera, checking your, 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 I know you're kind of out of focus. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm just not sure why it like won't refocus now. So there, no, this is focus here. Put my face closer. <laughs> um, what was it going to say? Uh, I forget everything. Oh, Jennifer Hale. I think I was just going to say that. I've always liked her when she was a hex girl in Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Story as Thorn. <laughs> um, so, and again, though, but that was like, I don't know, what, Scooby-Doo and Zombies Island came out in 1998. I, I don't remember. The Witch's Ghost was like the second movie, so it came out within the next couple of years, I assume. But like, I like recognize, even if I didn't know people's names back then, I recognize the voices as they go on. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of yours. And like, it's stuck with me. So again, it's just the loyalty uh, of voice acting where it's like, I like her, but then I would probably be bothered if I played those games and, and swapped her out. I'm trying to think she, she did a British voice though for it. Yeah. Which is Helena Taylor is British. <laughs> Right, yeah. Um, so that sucks for her. And although I like Jennifer Hale, like I just think that's a bad move too. I, th- I think replacing voice actors, unless it's like absolutely necessary, um, like uh, or, or actors too. I think when I was talking to, was it? I don't remember what we were talking about. Um, but like bewitched Dick Sargent and Dick York where like Dick York had a back injury or something. He just couldn't act anymore though. So he replaced Dick Sargent. Really disliked him. He didn't think he was a good... No one likes new Dick. Dick Sargent Dick. What was... Darren. Darren Stevens. Yeah. So no no one liked new Darren. He just like he was, I don't know, more annoying, meaner or something though too. So it was just something, yeah, like his attitude was just not great. So I really disliked him. Um... And I just, I like the look of Dick York better. Oh my gosh, this just won't focus. <laughs> it won't focus on you. This is my face. Focus on my face. <laughs> <laughs> that, that should be good. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm not sure what to do. Hello. 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 Just keep focusing. Keep focusing. I'm going to give up. It's going to be blurry forever. <laughs> dick in, dick out. Is last one? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah i uh so just uh, 
when you're especially like so two games you're used to that like why uh, over the however and that was years though because my roommate in college he played bayonet i remember um and i remember her voice back then too yeah. so i mean i've seen so many videos from bayonetta mostly people making fun of bayonetta but it's it's her every time it's helena taylor so yeah i don't know i just i i do think it's like really like i mean i the thing is though is that the idea that a company would treat a voice actor like shit is totally within the realm of possibility because mm-hmm. they already kind of do. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing that, that me, uh, you know, in Hollywood and everything, they've done that in the past too, where they just don't realize how important some of these things are. Um, and I think voice actors, I thought they kind of stopped doing that as much though if it can be helped but when they real i thought they were starting to realize like no people care about the voice actors but apparently not enough well i mean it kind of depends like this is a japanese company this is not an american company mm-hmm. maybe american companies have learned that lesson maybe japanese companies haven't i don't like, know i mean, I mean oh, uh what is it? I think in Sailor Moon, they came out with the new anime, Sailor Moon Crystal. They brought back the original voice actors for for it all from like 20 years, 30 years prior, however long it was. Um, so like they, I think they cared about it. Uh, they never replaced um, Ikue Utani as Pikachu in Pokemon. Like she's done that forever. So... I don't know. Maybe they don't care, but or maybe they don't care when it's like in other languages. But it seems like that they they kind of have like a loyalty. Maybe they care about the Japanese voice. Yeah, that's what I mean, yeah, it's like anyone outside <laughs> of it, like Japanese matters. But like, yeah, whatever. All all English speakers sound the same to them. So. <laughs> There's this uh, uh, this one anime called. Uh, Meta- oh, God, I I can only hear it in the in the voice that doesn't make sense. It's like Metalobox, I think is what it's called, and it has it has some people in it doing voice actor voice accents that they really shouldn't. So it comes off as kind of cartoony, uh, um, <laughs> okay. and it, it's kind of a weird concept because it's a it's a it's a um, bionic boxing anime and so they're like people have gears in their hands and shit to make them box better and it's like you you know um we already have a lot of head injuries from gloves um yeah <laughs> making making the fist go faster metal, yeah, harder like, hey, with metal on them. people i think you're just murdering people at this point yeah <laughs> it is called megalobox if you're hearing okay. it in japanese it probably sounds like megaro bakusu Yes, that's what I'm here. <laughs> it took me forever before I, fi- I finally realized that PlayStation, uh, they're always saying, PlayStation. <laughs> like, I never knew that that was what was being said until like way later. Um, pumpkin spice is win and good. I agree, Stevie J. We were talking about that last week. <laughs> How much pumpkin spice is good? Pump- mega pumpkin spice box. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, I think that's uh, all the tweets and stuff that we had. I don't think we did because, well, you took a break and then I don't ever look at things. So we we don't have a worst tweets of the week this week. No, I, um, I put all those in occasional levity, actually. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. yeah. No, that's fine. Yeah, that makes sense too because that's, yeah, more applicable, I think. Um, 
And uh, so let's see. Oh, didn't do any housekeeping <laughs> again. That's usual. That's on par. Uh, <laughs> October 30th. That's coming up. Fast Slaughterhouse 5 by Kurt Vonnegut, hosted by Juliet. Um, that'll be that's Sunday, October 30th. At, what did we say? She's going to do 2 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern. Yes. Um, <laughs> she finally decided on that. Uh, let's see, tomorrow, I actually think I'm, I was waiting to set it to premiere until that because the way YouTube does the videos, but we're Alex interviewed CEO of Utreon.com. Um, so that will air. And I think I'm, I'm going to set it for, uh, 12 PM Eastern actually, just because now that we have the new series, I think those are going to be too close. Like back to be, back. Yeah. Um, so I think it just seems, yeah. Uh, so to kind of match up with like rebel civics uh, at noon Eastern, then so I, I, I don't, I'll try it and see. Um, and then I still need to like f render stuff and upload it, but we'll have we'll have like an extras thing over on Utreon on our on our um, page on Safe Space page there, which is for some extra stuff that happened like discussion that happened after the interview, including um, Beverly. She was yeah, good. <laughs> um, let's see, we got that. So that'll be tomorrow. And then we've got occasional levity at two p.m. Pacific, five p.m. Eastern. We've got. Um, Adam Coleman will be our guest tomorrow. And I double checked with him today, so all should be well. <laughs> he and I share a birthday. Oh, really? Oh, ah, yeah. okay, okay. Nice. And mm -hmm. I don't know if Juliet, oh, I'll say, like, I know her, Juliet's birthday is in the near future, but I don't know if she advertises that out. So I'll ask her tomorrow. <laughs> well, um, I mean, I would assume that she has a birthday every year. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh okay am I, anything else am i missing we've got i'm gonna do another movie night on sunday we've got two more sundays because it's just i'm doing horror movies um so that'll be in the discord well it'll be in my discord just so that way a couple other people could, could join in and watch um let me see let me get a link i think i have a link so if anyone wants to watch you don't it's free to join in and we're gonna do that probably like 9 30 eastern ish um there it is. Um, what else? Anything? And you're you got another stream? Go to Al yes. I have Alex's page I'm, here too. Yeah, I am streaming tonight. I horror, so, um, it was hilarious, but on uh, so yesterday, what happened was I go to start streaming you know, after my, my wait period, I, <laughs> I have it up. I'm, I'm, I've got one death left in Resident Evil 2. Because remember, I ha I'm, as soon as I die 10 times, I move on to the next game in the franchise. So I fucking, I, I go in with one death, die within five minutes of this live stream, and immediately have to end the live stream. <laughs> really? <laughs> and then I, I started at 6.45 for Resident Evil 3. Um, <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty crazy. Um, that, that short stream is still up, though. You <laughs> it's five minutes of, like, waiting screen time, though, so I suggest not watching that part. <laughs> um, uh, all right. And next week, what do we, we're going to do Dahmer. We're going to do, which I have some opinions on. And uh, what was the, the werewolf by 
Oh, Midnight. Werewolf by Night. Night. Werewolf by Night. Werewolf by Night, yeah. the, the Marvel one. So we'll do that and maybe some, I don't think we've decided on other ones yet. So I'll make a suggestion. The Killing of a Sacred Deer. Okay. I don't think I know that one. Let me. It's by a director I really like. Oh. Killing <laughs> of a Sacred Deer. Okay. I'll look into that. Is that on any I streaming stuff? I don't know yet. Okay. Okay. All right. So we'll look into that. We'll find out. But Maybe. for sure, we'll find out. Dahmer and for sure, Werewolf, werewolf by Night. Uh, yes. Oh, oh, Halloween stuff. If we can, if you can get that, then I think that would be one too. So I mean, oh yeah, 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 because it forward. is almost Halloween. Yeah, right. so I think that is a good time. We have a new Halloween movie. I kind of think that would that is apropos to do. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> um, and Juliet asked us. You know, we gotta. Everyone likes Juliet the best out of. <laughs> <laughs> so, Adam Coleman, former cute baby. <laughs> yeah, he used to use his. Um, uh oh baby the, pick as yeah, his profile yeah, yeah, yeah. Very- I forgot I do <laughs> remember that um okay well I think that's everything so thank you guys for watching we'll look into those movies later and I feel like I'm forgetting something but I think I always feel that way so we'll just <laughs> leave it at that um I don't think I'm gonna do a post credits tonight either I'm tired <laughs> So have a good night, everyone. Come hang out Sunday night to watch this movie. I don't know what it's going to be, but I learned that I can stream through some other website. I forget what it is. Hyperbeam, I think it's called. I chose that one because it's a Pokemon move. Um, so now we can <laughs> like stream through like Hulu, Netflix and stuff, though, I think, hopefully. So that makes it easier. Um, so we'll just find some bad movies or good ones. <laughs> just horror for now. Um, okay, well, thank you guys for watching. Thank you, Alex. Have a good stream tonight. Try not to die. <laughs> I've got 10 deaths on Resident <laughs> Evil 3 still. So. Okay, all right. Well, that's good. Um, <laughs> and we will see everyone tomorrow for the two shows that we've got. One premiere and one live. Okay, yes. good night. Thanks for sticking around until the end. If you're new to Unsafe Space, check out our deep content library that includes discussions with everyone from James Lindsay to Brett Weinstein. And please consider helping to fund our work by visiting unsafespace.com donate. You can find us on a variety of social media platforms, and you can find a community of like-minded individuals on our Unsafe Space Discord server, which is open to financial supporters at any level. We hope to see you there. Warning, this is an unsafe space. Dangerous ideas have been detected. The content of this production is known by the state of California to cause unregulated ideation that may be harmful to bureaucrats. Association with the following individuals, or tacos, is strictly prohibited. Apropos of nothing, I was just wondering how would you feel about another pandemic? Your president is in full control of his mental faculties. If you think about it, no one should be allowed to express opinions. But don't. Think about it.
I mean. That's not your job. Thinking has been scientifically proven to be less efficient than compliance. Science, scientific, and scientifically are registered trademarks of the World Economic Forum. Unauthorized use is prohibited. Computer voice Curtis, never mind, that last line is fake news. Please disregard it and return to your safe space immediately. There will be cake.